sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for rhyme or That's me, Blowing up guys. over there, yeah. <laughs> oh. Gotta shut this off. Sorry. All right, that's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, new. He's new. Yeah. So we're we're back live here. We had a rocky start, I guess you could say, but uh, we're live back in the studio. Uh, let me let me click this right here. Cool. There we are. Uh, so yeah, it's me and James here, and uh, yep. back with us is the return of. The Trash King, Ray Basura. Yes, thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah. Do I say your last name right? Is that is that correct? I, You know, I think it's whatever your heart feels. I've heard every pronunciation through the years. I think that you said it much better than I've had many people say it uh, on microphones. Ray Basura. Uh, there, there's a, a guy in Phoenix that still is Ray Basura. Basura. Every time it's, it's Basura. And it's like, okay, if that's how you want to say it, like... I mean, You're all nonchalant about it. You're like, I don't care, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> man, so how you been? Good. I, staying super busy. Um, just got back from Phoenix. I was out in, uh, well, Mesa. Yeah. But I was out there uh, working for Party Hard Wrestling. Uh, we've been uh, doing a ton of stuff. I just uh, was doing a TV taping for Championship Wrestling from Arizona. And um, last time I was talking to you, uh, the Netflix special was about to come out. Uh, since then, a very small segment that I did for Vice also came out uh, about Hobo Hank and Destiny oh, yeah, yeah, Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and it's just a lot of traveling, a lot of things uh, moving, and just uh, really uh, finishing out the year strong. And it's making me feel really good about uh, what next year is going to hold as well. Oh, yeah, because, I mean... Uh you got the you got you got only a couple matches left, right? Is that what well, you're saying? Well, we'll we'll see. Uh, you know, uh, it 2020 is going to be the uh, the final uh, yeah. the final year for me. But as far as the the fans, you guys just need to keep showing up, and eventually they'll see when my final show is, whenever whenever that is. But I do have uh, my lineup booked for yeah. Uh, leading up till my retirement so oh, wow yeah i mean is, is this exciting for you are you a little bit sad uh, it depends on the day uh today oh, wow. uh it's it's a little exciting yeah. uh earlier this week whenever i start like thinking about things i see people at shows and i start thinking man if uh, these guys aren't booked within this next period of time, like I may never see them ever again. And these are guys that I've been wow. seeing for years and known for a long time. So uh, I start really getting sentimental yeah. about some of that stuff. But uh, as a whole, I think about uh, what's going to be next, what's what I'm going to be doing with my time and not hurting my ligaments. And then I start getting really excited. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, man. 
<laughs> Yo, that's going to be really nice. Yeah, nah, not well, I mean, I'll probably still wake up with the aches and pains, but yeah. uh, how, not as many, which will be nice. So how many years has this been? How many years have you been doing this? Uh, officially in January, it'll be 10 years. I uh, started mm. uh, officially January wow. 18th yeah. of 2010. I moved up from Albuquerque, did my first day of oh, wrestling training. And so uh, I'm, I'm moving real close to that 10-year mark. What do you uh, what do you think long term effects are going to be? Uh, long term effects. Uh, I'm going to have some knee issues most likely. Uh, in 2017, uh, tore the PCL in yeah. my in my right knee. Uh, that definitely uh, has given me some some limitations already. And and I'm not even 30 yet, but uh, I'm definitely going to have to get surgery on that over time. Yeah. Uh, I've been wrestling with a torn rotator cuff since oh, uh, August of last year. Definitely going to have to get surgery on that. Uh, but how do you know that that's what it is? You went to the doctor. And they were like, "Oh man, yeah, you know, Doctor Google." Uh, oh, <laughs> gotcha. uh, something got torn in my yeah. in my uh, shoulder, yeah. and uh, it definitely causes me a, a lot of issues. But uh, you know, I'm able to, to work through it, and that's like the downside of pro wrestling is there's no off season, so it's no. not like I have a you know six month period of time where I could try to get the surgery done. And so uh, that's going to be something I'm going to be looking at doing once everything's all wrapped up, um, whenever that may be. Wow. So, um, man, it's crazy because like you, you're you're kind of getting out when like wrestling. I feel like has like you know, not to do a whole like show of wrestling, <laughs> but like there's such a renaissance going on right now. I mean, you have you know AEW that has you know uh, debuted on TNT. You have NXT, which is now in USA. They, there's there's the Wednesday Night Wars. So like uh, I don't know if you noticed, but there's like bars and stuff and like breweries who are doing Wednesday night war uh, like showcases. Like you can go to a brewery, I think black snout here in town. You can go there mm-hmm. and watch on Wednesday nights. Yeah. Destiny wrestling has been uh, sharing some stuff about yeah. that. And uh, I, I see cities like all over the country doing it. And I think it's, uh, it, it's amazing to start seeing pro wrestling, getting the attention. I always felt that it deserved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and seeing it held to the same standard as a lot of other sports it is, I think really important just because yeah. the damage these performers put their bodies through, the risk that it takes to do it, the athleticism involved, uh, the showmanship that, that gets put into it, uh, it really does deserve to be on that same platform. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think it's, it's the same as, as literally any other performance art. Uh, and so seeing right. people uh, give it the appreciation it deserves that hasn't probably been seen since like the 90s. No, I, would, I mean, this is such yeah. a renaissance. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like the WWE just really, I mean, uh, actually, before I do that, we have lots of people in the chat. Uh, Eric Stevens says, hi. My mom says, hello. Uh, hi, Debbie. Looks like Thunder's watching. Nice. So that's pretty cool. But um, I felt like the WWE being like the only game in town uh, for almost 20 years, you know, they've kind of been able to just get really lazy and they don't really know what, you know, I mean, being the only game in town, you, you just do what you want. And then when it starts failing, I don't know if they know what to do because there's no no other, like, benchmark to see, like, to look at. And it's really amazing. I've been watching AEW. You said I, we talked before the show, and you haven't watched any of it yet. Yeah. And, like, it's almost like you said it pretty much exactly. You were like, it looks like they're having a lot of fun over there. Well, that's exactly what it is. And it's pretty interesting watching them book it because Cody's a booker. Um, I assume the the Young Bucks are also somewhat in the booking. 
and they keep booking themselves to lose, <laughs> you know? And everyone, I think, expected them to just be shit, you know, or just to take over and just be like, yeah, we're going to win every match, and that's not what's happened. It's been really amazing, actually. Right, and I just don't think that would make uh, things very entertaining if you just no. have all, all of your friends uh, on, on the show together just, you know, jerking each other off. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, right. like oh, we're, all, we're so great, and uh, it doesn't help build up anything no, uh-uh. either. But... Uh, Everything that I've been seeing from AEW just seems really refreshing, and it's really putting a new life into into sports entertainment. Yeah. And uh, like you were saying, WWE, I, like sometimes I, I hate to try to rip on them because you you can't get to where you are no, without sure. knowing what you're doing. Sure. But whenever you have a very like viable company that's that's now giving you competition, and you have to be very mindful of like of the product you put out there right. because somebody else is gunning for your that viewership i think it just raises both companies up and sure. uh the last time that anybody was even close was impact like in the early yeah. 2000s yeah. uh and that was back whenever a lot of wwe's top talent was working there which was samoa joe aj styles right. uh you know it's just like all of these guys uh were on spike tv doing their thing they had uh, the six-sided ring and it was it was new it was refreshing right. but they just never jump to that level no, where WWE oh, no, no, no. could care and so it just never really got right. to I think change the game until finally now uh it it's starting to really just uh I want to say that professional wrestling is a, a sport just like football just it's not competitive in the way that football is you know right you're, you're getting your concussions you're getting uh you know tagged with beat on and um finally a lot of money and attention is being put into it <laughs> yeah so um one thing i wanted to ask you about is on uh one of the last poor, poor smiley he's like what the fuck he's like, <laughs> I, I know old wrestling i'm like i'm not he's up to date either so i'm like oh okay he's googling this, I'm, I'm learning this all right now yeah this is great well so the aew had their first uh pay-per-view since they've uh um started the the tv show full gear and the last match was uh was uh, john moxley versus kenny omega have you heard anything about this Oh, I've de- yeah, I've definitely yeah. been hearing about it, and I'm hearing mixed reviews. But most everything yeah. is leaning towards this. Like, well, there was people complaining, like people like flipped out, and they were like, it was too violent. So, the, for people out there not watching, they had a they had what was called an old school lights out match back in the days. The promoters would uh, they were like, well, if we're not going to sanction this match, you know, but you can use our ring, and we're going to shut the lights off and then turn them back on to to show that this is not sanctioned. And so John Moxley and Kenny Omega, uh, they, they came out and they shut the lights off and they turned the lights back on and then they proceeded to beat the ever-living hell out of each other. They, I mean, they call it garbage wrestling. I mean, there was a baseball bat with uh, barbed wire around it. There was a, a broom with barbed wire around it and he swept him on the back with, the, with barbed wire. <laughs> so then at some point, they had, you know, had the Young Bucks and all of them pull out a big piece of wood with razor wire on it. And they both went into the razor wire, and it was so bad that, that, that they had to be helped out of it. Yeah. And then they cut the ring uh, apron and pulled the pad out, and he was, like, powerbombing him off the top turnbuckle into the wood. And 
people flipped out. Like people, like I mean, old school wrestling fans like me, they were like, "Hell yeah!" Right? By like you too. People had and, seen ECW, seen yeah, yeah Cactus and Jack. People <laughs> flipped out. They're like, "This is too violent. This is on television, or the, you know, this is my kids are watching this." So, what, how do you feel about that? Because you you fought recently up in Denver for mm-hmm. uh, a death match tournament. Yeah, Primos, a uh, slave to the death match. Um, I think that uh, I think the best way I've heard that kind of wrestling described is uh, they compare it to ice cream. Uh, okay. There's going to be these purists that are like, well, you know, pistachio and and all these sure, other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Like they shouldn't be there. It's vanilla and chocolate. Like that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like just because you don't like that ice cream doesn't mean it's not ice cream. And it's like just because right. you don't like that kind of wrestling doesn't mean that it's not sports entertainment. Doesn't mean these guys aren't out there putting their bodies on the line for yeah. for entertainment. It's just a different type. It's it's yeah. like yes, you can like class classical music but that doesn't mean that death metal is not going to exist <laughs> yeah and um yeah i think that uh them showing that kind of wrestling again is taking it back to the heyday of, of wrestling which was yeah. like back in the 90s and the 80s whenever right. you would see a mixture of big characters and like true athletes like kurt angle but then you have guys like cactus jack out there to like and you have the terry funks that tear themselves apart yeah. for for your entertainment. It, what's what's the one thing that that you see in wrestling like when they do one of these matches and it looks awful, like it looks painful but it doesn't hurt at all. Um I think we asked you this before but See, see this one's a hard one. Light tubes are 50-50. Mm-hmm. Uh a lot of the times they really aren't as bad as they You're talking about when someone takes a light tube and smashes it on you. Right, exactly. And like the actual impact of the light tube uh, is maybe not the worst. Uh, It's just now you have broken glass everywhere that's going to tear you up and like if that light that broken light tube yeah. now it, you end up falling on it or you end up having it hit you it will just open you up and i've seen some of the worst injuries from glass but whenever you get hit with glass it explodes everywhere it makes a great effect and when done safely uh it has the best effect with the the least consequence like on your body but then very yeah. shortly after you're rolling around in broken glass. I always felt like that was a crazy thing to do because you hit someone with glass and it flies all in the audience. Right, like, yeah. It's like a terrible, it's like, oh, did you guys not bring uh, eye protection? Oops. Right, yeah, you should have brought your uh, your face shields. I thought that, right. that was small print on the, the yeah, tickets. Yeah. Um, but what about like, so have you ever been thrown into like a piece of wood wrapped with barbed wire? I have. And mm. how did that, what was that like? Barbed wire is... I mean, I think we, you and I talked about this before about yeah. how uh, you know we grew up at, out where there's lots yeah. of barbed wire. Yeah, around, and you can but... kind of bounce off of it and it doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, but, but, it, um... but it looks like people are like, are you crazy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it get getting snagged in in like getting it wrapped around your arms or getting have to cut out. I, I, I'm thinking of a match with. Uh, Terry Funk and a Cactus Jack where they're having to like cut him out of the barbed yeah. wire. Oh, yeah, and yeah, that's, yeah. I think, whenever it gets Are you worse. talking about the the King of the Death Match, the Yokohama Death, the ones in uh, Japan where... I think this they, was ECW. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Oh, okay, because they used to do that thing in Japan where they would just get rid of the ring ropes. Yeah. And then barbed wire would be the ring ropes. Right. You know? Well, and at that point, that was just crazy to me. Yeah, Sabu did that one. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, that's where he split open his bicep. So yeah. I guess it's kind of the same way. It's like you can hit barbed wire and maybe you get lucky. And then there's yeah, the oh, times yeah, yeah. where it's going to snag you, just like rip a hole in your if body. If you guys so. have questions, put it in the chat and we'll ask Ray. Yeah. Because, I mean, Ray's been wrestling for over 10 years. He, uh, you know, he's been in several death matches, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's just crazy. 
And so I thought it was just interesting how, you know, you had this resurgent of wrestling and then people all of a sudden they're like, oh, there's this new product. And then they do this one match and people are like shit in the bed. They're like, oh, my God. Why? Why? Why is this on there? You know, they've done relatively close matches at most of their big events already. Yeah, so I don't oh, yeah. know why this was like such right. a shock to them. Right. Uh, Joey Manella is that his name? Yeah, yeah. J- Joey Janella. Joey Janella. He's yeah. he's been doing some like crazy, crazy stuff. Dar- uh, Darby Allen. Darby Allen. Yeah, where he's yeah. doing like this coffin drop at the barrel. Like I think that stuff's just as vicious as like oh, yeah. you know all. Are of you the- talking about like his finisher, the coffin drop? Well, he did, like had that big wooden barrel on his back, oh. and he did the coffin drop like off the top rope. Oh, yeah, to the- for, yeah. And I think that's just as dangerous yeah. as getting thrown into a board with barbed wire, if not even more dangerous. So it's maybe just how you look at Someone's it. Someone's asking like where they could watch you wrestle at. Like you have YouTube stuff, right? Yeah, uh, I have some stuff on YouTube. Uh, there's also the uh, uh, I'll, I'll post a link for it, but there yeah. is a pro wrestling TV stream, and I would highly recommend that. Party Hard Wrestling it advertises it pretty uh, pretty well if you want to look up them. But uh, it's a streaming service where independent companies from all over yeah, the yeah, country, yeah. all over the world, uh, upload their their stuff, and it's uh, really inexpensive. Uh, I don't know what the price is right now, but it's like ten dollars a month, and yeah. you get access to all of these independent shows all over the. Uh, There's probably YouTube the videos too, right? Oh, tons of YouTube videos, yeah. but uh, you know, stre- streaming service that you're able to yeah. to see all these indie shows. You can start following these people that you may not be able to see in, in your hometown and seeing what they're up to. And yeah. I think that the internet uh, and that maybe that's a big part of what's made AEW, WWE, and all of these these independent stars is because you have access to them. Right. You can see what they're doing, yeah, where yeah, they're yeah. where they're from, and then like whenever you're not seeing them on TV, you can follow them on social media and see right. what they're up to. Well, yeah. in in uh, it is kind of neat. Like you are right about that. Uh, someone also asked, uh, did Ray ever go to the hospital? Mm. Um I've never had to go to the ER, um but uh, again, I've told you about some of my injuries. Yeah. Um I uh, whenever I tore my uh, my knee, I did have to go to the hospital, get MRIs, do the do the full thing. I uh, had to do re- like get some some rehab on it. Um, I've had a couple things that should have gone to the ER for, and I didn't. Uh, I've super glued. I've had my head super glued, and then the next yeah. day find out that I only got half of it. And oh. I, once I realized how big the wound actually was, it's like, ooh, that should have been stitches. But oh, uh, they super glued the, the wound shut. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus, man. Yeah, it was um, a match against Josh Payne uh, here in Albuquerque, actually. Oh, wow, yeah. And um, he uh, the towards the end of the match, he like runs up and he throws a chair. Uh, at me, kicks the chair into my head, and whenever it hit me, the lip of the chair hit me right in the top of my head, and it just like opened me up, and I it's just like pouring blood everywhere. So we get in the back, I can't see how bad it is, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, that's pretty bad." I have super glue; we could super glue it shut. Oh. So they're literally just like getting regular super glue and like push pushing it together and closing it. I, I go home, I get cleaned up, and like the next day I'm like looking in the mirror and I can just see where they super glued it and like the more I move my hair, I can see that only about half was super glued and I just had this huge gaping hole in my head and uh, it was a little past that. I probably still could have went and got it super glued or went and got it uh, stitched, but I did not. Uh, Someone said they remember that actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, best, then I have the question, best food at a gas station? I assume that because you're always on the road. Oh man. Um... 
Let's see. We always stop at the Maverick in in Phoenix. I'm not gonna say it's the best food. It's just a, a nice little spot. But uh, there was this one uh, gas station that had a Dairy Queen in it, and we'd go get chicken fingers. But the only reason why we'd stop there is because it also had a petting zoo. <laughs> that was uh, oh, wow. whenever we go to uh, these shows in Salt Lake City, and we'd be making our way to uh, yeah. Vegas. After uh, we'd always stop at the gas station with the petting zoo. Uh, but yeah, gas station food. I don't know. I, I I'm a I'm an energy drink guy. I, I uh, down lots of energy drinks. Uh, I don't remember much about the food. Someone's <laughs> asking, uh, do you carry your own health insurance or do you have health insurance through a company? Uh, I have my own uh, health health insurance privately through my uh, my day job, and that has saved my ass a lot. Um, my uh, that's that's really what saved me with my, my my knee stuff and you know other things that I've had looked into because I have to get physicals for uh, for my licenses I have to get blood tests done and labs all of that out of pocket would would be so expensive yeah. Wow and then they said what's the what's your best DRC match oh um, I want to say that it was actually October. Explain what the DRC is. Oh, the DRC uh, is the Death Rage Cartel. Yeah. Uh, they uh, are comprised of Josh Payne, Dexter Deranged, and Johnny K. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to give them credit because uh, their style of promos that they started doing, they started creating these promos where they talk about their next coming matches, but they looked like snuff films. Yeah. And they'd like cut in and out, like yeah. almost like if it was like found tape footage of right, these right. guys. And I loved it. It was I, like Blair Witch Project. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I had never seen anything like that before. Yeah. Uh, these guys had helped train me, uh, bring me up in wrestling business. And once they started the death bridge cartel and really started to find, uh, their groove into these characters, uh, at the time, Mosh Pit Mike and I, we were brute 66. And so we started doing this back and forth, uh, storyline with them and we had some great matches, but I, I think that my favorite one was the, uh, New Mexico Lumberyard match. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. it was at a day of destiny, maybe eight, I think, uh, uh, Adam Merrick, he's the the Destiny Wrestling historian, so he could correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, New Mexico New Mexico Lumberyard match with these guys, and uh, we just tore each other apart. There was carpet strips in there. There was a a, a wooden box wrapped in barbed wire. Uh, there is uh, you know sheets of plywood that were like throwing each other through. Uh, Mosh Pit Mike had. Uh, just recently broken his foot uh, in oh, yeah. September, I, I just like a few like a month before that. Uh, so it was just a wild, wild match. But uh, it, I love working with those guys. I, I've gone to battle with them many, many times, and it, it's just so much fun. But I would say that one of my peak ones was the time that we, uh, I think we defended against them, and then we took the belt and just had like this big moment. It was, it was just so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Someone said 10,000 thumbtack match between Ray and Josh Payne. Yes. Uh, so that was before the DRC, or at least before the DRC as they were. He was the extreme champion for Destiny Wrestling. Uh, they had 10,000 thumbtacks in there. This was... Okay, who counted all those? <laughs> right. I, I, I think... 9,998 guys. What the fuck? <laughs> Bullshit. Right. Uh, I I think there was more than enough. At least I can tell yeah. you. <laughs> when those when you when you fall into the thumbtacks, is it one of those things where it looks worse than it feels? Or no, it's it? it's about as bad as it looks, oh, man, uh, man. and uh, it's. Whenever you fall into it, it's about as bad as it looks. And then everyone's like, oh, okay, that sucks. But they don't realize that it's even worse now that you're laying in them and you have to get up. Yeah. And so you're like rolling over on your elbows or like picking up your hands. So you're like trying to like keep your 
fists, like, so you're not, like, getting it in the palms of your hands. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're asking what your theme music is. Uh, right now, I'm using uh, a song that I found. It's just instrumentals for it. Uh, yeah. It's called The King Arrives. Uh, I spent a lot of time trying to find something that really would fit with the, the Trash King uh, yeah. character. And uh, I ended up finding some, some open source uh, music that I can use. And the nice thing is I've been able to use it on, on shows uh, all over. And like I said, that TV taping I did with Championship yeah. Wrestling from Arizona, I was able to use it there. So that's wow. the nice thing about it instead of using yeah, it's like all, Metallica or something. Yeah. <laughs> It's all yeah, because it's you, you know you can't do that stuff because they'll come in and be like, oh, you got to pull that out, right? I've actually ran into that stuff before. Um, I have a question. So, have you seen this kid online? And I don't know who his name is or whatever. I hope it's superhuman. I th- is maybe I don't know. It's this kid. He just like he, he films himself jumping off of stuff into like. One of one of them is a is a thing full of barbed wire. One of them is like I, I saw recently. He he did a microwave. Yeah, he so. just jumps off of stuff and he lands on it. And I mean, it's all pro wrestling related. Yeah. So I've known about Superhuman for a is that long. Who, is that his that's, name? That's what he calls himself. Is Superhuman and uh, his good friend Paul. Uh, oh, that, okay. <laughs> good old Paul. Yeah, he's like uh, Superhuman TV show and his good friend Paul. Uh, but they uh, he's been doing these stunts. Yeah. For, for years and I remember like three four years ago his stunts were yeah. like him jumping off a step stool onto a mattress yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he's just he's just escalated it and like I seen him jump off on like barbed wire like he, he always pulls his shirt off what yeah is, what is he called super what superhuman superhuman yeah he, he pulls his shirt off and then he like does a little speech and then he jumps like flips off of whatever he's standing on mm-hmm. into like barbed wire or glass or a microwave. He lands on a microwave, um, and I. It just to me, it's like, does he have quite the following now? I, he, I think he does. Superhuman? And I, I saw that Superhuman is actually getting booked on a couple of wrestling shows now, and what? it's so crazy to me. Uh, he's just some. He's not even a kid now. I think he's like in his twenties. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah. I, I don't really know, but he. Uh, he's. He's created quite the following for himself. He's on Tosh.0 oh, yeah, in like yeah. 2014 or something like that. And then slowly started getting more and more of a following. And I've oh, noticed yeah. lately just all of his stuff is getting shared. At least Maybe I just have shitty friends I, and I they're really, sharing it. So I, don't know. I feel like that kid's going to really have some – that guy's going to have some problems. With <laughs> I mean, I feel like he has some fucking problems right now. Right. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. And this kid just – I mean, he doesn't wrestle anybody. He just like does the, the stunt of like, you know – what a wrestler! What might happen to a wrestler in the ring? He just like dives off of shit and lands in it, <laughs> and then and then like his face is always just like ah, <laughs> you know. Well, some of them aren't even like wrestling. Except some like he's like I'm going to run to this gate, and he just like runs and like throws himself yeah. into the gate like three times, yeah, and then yeah, just yeah. rises in pain on the floor. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, someone asked, uh, "Are there wrestling groupies?" Uh, you know, I mean, there's definitely uh, girls that are interested in, in the guys out there. Yeah. <laughs> Ring rats. Yeah. That's what they call them. So, I mean, did you find that that was a – I mean, do you still find – because you have, you have a girlfriend. I mean, do, do you find, like, that there's women that come up after the show that are like, hey, trash king? Well, whenever you're supposed to smell like shit and you're yeah. covered in grime and you're out there telling them they're garbage – I don't think that I'm necessarily the ones that they're flocking to, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I, yeah. So you're garbage, right? Exactly. It's like I, I'm literally covered in filth, like and ev- like I'm out there, yeah, 
portraying a person that See? smells awful. And just say, so you know, I don't want to pull the curtain back too much, but anyone who's wrestled me, my hair generally smells like coconut. Oh, wow. <laughs> Not filth. Not yeah. filth. Yeah. I, that's where I'm like super jealous of what you do. Because like, uh, I just want to go out like sometime and grab a microphone and be all, be all this town sucks ass, everybody. And you all smell like trash, you know. What's even better is telling them that you like their city because yeah. it's so shitty. Oh, there and you I, go. that was my thing. It's like I love this town. I have never seen a place with more garbage and filth in my yeah. life. And then, boo! There's no, 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 no. no it's great. I it's love great. it. I want to move here. I've never seen so much so much filth in one you like, place. You like it. You yeah. like you like it's trash. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah! That that be that be the best part. And it was funny because, like, I saw WWE in Rio Rancho, and uh, oh, who was his? Uh, Sami Zayn came out, and he goes, "Rio Rancho, this isn't even a real town." And I was like, and I stood up, and I was like, "That's right, right, woo!" Pop of the night. I was like, I was like, it isn't a real town. <laughs> and everybody was booing except for me. I was cheering. I was right. like, "Hell yeah!" I agree. I agree. Yeah. Oh, my camera just went out. Uh oh. Let's see if I can get it back. Um, so you're the champion of, uh, of, uh, the multiverse of the multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> How does that work? Uh, party hard wrestling champion of the multiverse. Um, I won the belt, uh, last year from Shane Marvel. Uh, and it is, uh, well, party hard is really this mending of all these different universes all over wrestling and really as of late they've done such a good job of of building bridges within the the network of of companies around the area and uh, the champion of the multiverse is i mean i guess how how it sounds you know you have the uh champion of this company the champion of that company and the the champion of party hard all across the all the multiverse and any uh, competitors from anywhere are, are welcome to come and challenge for for the belt as well. And we we take all these cons- into consideration. The person who I wrestled recently, Alley Cat, uh, she was I think only in the first season of Party Hard Wrestling, but when she came back uh, this season, it's mainly off of uh, how hard she's been working and built herself up in all of the uh, the promotions she's working in the Midwest and really all over the country. She's been doing so much work so whenever we had an opportunity to bring her back it, it it was based off the merit of the work she's done elsewhere as well how sorry you, i was trying to get that camera back. yeah <laughs> how do you feel about this smiley you're i'm i'm just i'm learning i'm learning a lot of new things <laughs> yeah. today i'm i'm interested in in this streaming service honestly i was like oh i can get caught up on that i love watching wrestling right <laughs> well that's something i would actually i'd be like yes i will find it yeah, um, they have been. They started out, at, I think it was like Powerbomb TV, um, and then as they grew, I, I I forget their name now, but but it is uh, Rusty ended up getting the streaming service, and I got a chance to like start watching some of the product they put out there, and it just it blew my mind seeing how much wrestling was on there and how you'd be able to follow these people all over something that never could have been done especially whenever I first started. It's kind of crazy to me to think that uh, I was posting about coming to Albuquerque to train uh, wrestling on my MySpace. Uh, Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, how much has changed uh, as far as social network and how you can communicate with people and how they can see what you do. It it, it was... You don't go around rating your friends? 
Yeah, right. <laughs> These are my top friends. <laughs> I, I Wait, still that would. guy pissed me off. <laughs> I, w- I would like to have a, a top eight again. It'd humble some people. <laughs> just, yeah. Right. So what no. happened? I, I noticed I'm not on the list anymore. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you I know, noticed that correctly. Yeah, start taking a look at yourself. Maybe <laughs> that's what you need to see. <laughs> see what did you do? You think long and hard about why you're not in the top three anymore? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, we. Uh, um, I I had my top eight randomized. That was the the way to keep keep the drama. Uh, I don't know about you if you actually kept it. Uh, up to date. Oh, I'll get mine up to date. I've, I've always, I've been, I've been huge on social media ever since it was a thing. So yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to put in my own theme song on here and the backgrounds and this could be animated. Yeah. And then, uh, Facebook lacks a good profile song. You don't get to go on there and hear, uh, <laughs> hear people's shitty music when you go on their page. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's a good thing. I think that was a step in the right direction. <laughs> well, I don't know. I can't fix it. <laughs> I'll just do this. I'll turn it. Me and Smiley will share this camera here. There we go. We'll do that one. Yay. Um, so the, what did they say? Uh, what has been the largest venue that you wrestled at? Oh, th- that was in uh, Hermosillo, Mexico. Uh, we were out there wrestling for... A triple A AAA affiliate is a CM, CMWL affiliate, triple A like stars on it. And uh, we went out there, and that was uh, for Championship Wrestling from Arizona in 2013 or so. But it's like a 12,000 seat arena. And uh, the the promoter was like really freaking out because he was feeling that uh, like a lot not a lot of people turned out. He was like super bummed because only like six thousand people were there. And I was like, well, I don't know, man. Six thousand people is like a pretty pretty good turnout. I'd be yeah. pretty happy for that. But he's like, there's twelve thousand seats out there. And I was like, well, this show is like I don't you know. Left a lot of seats open. Yeah, it was like a Sunday afternoon or, or something. That. I don't know, but either way, it was uh, it was a really big turnout and. Uh, like a few months before that, had been wrestling in uh, Reynosa, and these fans were like bloodthirsty. They just wanted to see you just like tear apart your opponents. They wanted you to bleed. They wanted like this crazy stuff. So whenever we went to Hermosillo, I was like, okay, cool. Like they they want to see this. They told us to go out there, have a hardcore match, and then they gave us like a chair. And we're like, oh, well, we can't really do like a lot with this. So we were like looking around what we had, and uh, Mosh Pit Mike, he's like, I have this tent spike. He's like in the match, you know, maybe we could work this in. You could stab me at the tent spike. <laughs> so fuck? I'm like, okay, cool. So like we go out there, we're, we're having our match and like, I'm supposed to be the good guy. And I pull out this spike and I stab him with it. And everybody like starts like turning Ooh. their faces and like, they did not like it. And I guess, you know, it, it was just a very different crowd. I should have gauged that a little better. But once I started stabbing him with the tent spike, they were not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, then when it, he ends up getting the chair later and hits me with it, everyone cheers. And like, it's like we switch sides because that was funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Misjudge the audience. There. Right. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> well, we got one of the cameras back. Yeah, and the uh, uh, I heard that like the people in the sound booth like couldn't watch it. Like they were like they did not like that. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. So there's some more questions in the chat. 
Uh, do you get recognized from your Netflix appearance? Has that happened yet? Uh, not like in person. And it was so small. If you guys have got a chance to see it, like, again, I'm very thankful for it. But I was in one episode and the, like my segment is like 15 minutes long. Uh, and most of the time outside of gimmick, I, I look really different anyway. But I, I've never had somebody stop me. They're like, I thought I saw you on Netflix. But I did get a, a decent amount of people that started following me on uh, social media and, and stuff from the Netflix yeah, thing. Yeah. So that was cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, the most uh, random place that I've been spotted was um, I was doing an escape room in Las Vegas, and I was uh, spotted by some people from California oh, yeah, yeah, who had yeah, seen yeah. me wrestle in California, and that was uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. What was it? some? There was a bunch of. Them. Oh, Billy said uh, Billy. Billy's watching. Oh, Billy said Peaches fuck the pain away was my MySpace song forever. See that? <laughs> that's that's a great MySpace song. I don't know. They're asking, do you see a large turnover in talent over a year, or do do you actively recruit? He doesn't. He doesn't run the federation. I mean, he's just the uh, the champion. Mm-hmm. He's just the champ of it all. Yeah. So from uh, from my side, I do see a lot of different people coming through. Uh, like you said, I just work there. But uh, that's the that's the interesting thing about it as well is if you are stagnant or if you're not like building your character if you're not like getting attention from the fans if you're not compelling enough a lot of times you stop seeing these guys getting booked you start having a lot of these new talents or if somebody is doing something new that other people aren't and they are uh starting to to build a following and they're starting to get attention from everybody you start to see a lot of that uh factor in there's a really good crop of wrestlers uh, from uh, New Mexico right now that are uh, starting to get booked all over the the West Coast, uh, the Southwest right now, and it's just because they've taken this character building that that you see from like this area. The Death Rage Cartel has been a big part of their stuff. So you have Mr. Happy, uh, you have the Monster Nine, the Bearded Lady, and these guys are starting to wrestle all over the place. And it's just because they know how important it is to have a character and to have that character try to mean something. And whenever you work on a show, have somebody leave that show remembering who you are, you make an impact on them. Yeah, I'm having all kinds of camera problems, but that, all right, fuck it. <laughs> Let's finish the building. Yeah, we'll do the audio. We'll do it live. Um, is that what, is that the only one? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, going back to the MySpace thing, like I just remember you'd go on some people's MySpace page and it would just blast fucking music like crazy. And you're just <laughs> like, oh my god. Oh yeah. Or the, my favorite would be like you'd you'd come home like after the bar or something and not realize, like, cause not not everyone didn't have a theme song on it. So you just click on a random page and your computer just explode with some some terrible music. Right. And you're all, no, no, no. Wake up my roommate. Well, and then we, uh, to build your profile, you had to go drop all this coding into it. And if you if you knew how to build it, I guess like you're building it from scratch. But I, I always went into like these template websites. I'm surprised that I wasn't just putting viruses directly into my computer. <laughs> because I, I'm just copying and pasting all this coding from like a really shitty website. I'm like, oh, that has a Punisher skull on it. So like I'll just like right. take it and like drop it on my page. And like it very well could have just been like a, you know terrible virus that kills my computer yeah but then it could add LimeWire which was a terrible virus oh, yeah Lime which Wire, was exactly iMesh BearShare <laughs> yeah. always the worst so uh, so we actually are sponsored for this show and I, f- I forgot to bring it by up LimeWire by LimeWire yeah. <laughs> by, by FrostWire no um, we have a, it's called Vive Hangover Prevention okay and so 
I have some samples, so I don't know if you guys want to take some before you leave. I don't have a lot, but so I took some of this stuff Friday and Saturday night, and I'm you know I'm very skeptical of you know stuff that's like hangover cure. I have to tell you, woke up both days, both Saturday morning, Sunday morning, no headache whatsoever. You know, like last night, I really poured it on. <laughs> I mean, I drank fifteen beers. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's enough and to properly test it. I wasn't really hungover today, <laughs> so can I see the package? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. And now. It's, yeah, it's, it's mostly vitamins and whatnot. But, okay. Uh, so yeah, if you if you go to our website tenderingminimum.com, we actually have a link on there for Vive. Uh, what is it called? Vive Hangover Prevention. Yeah. Yes, Vive Hangover Prevention. Vive the pre party chaser. Yeah. And uh, you can order it, if, or you can just, you know, honestly, you can just click through the, the thing and it helps us out. You don't have to buy it. But um, if you do, there's a promo code there. Use that, and, you know, it helps us out. But, yeah, and, and it's funny because, like, I, they're like, yeah, we're going to send you samples. They sent us this one little box, and they sent a koozie and then a shot glass. Like, <laughs> okay. You know, the shot glass, you know. And I was like, okay, well, I, I, I guess. So they I, to make sure that you're properly testing the product. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're like, here, do some shots. Here's a vibe beer <laughs> bong. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I tried it out. I got to tell you, I tried it out Friday night, and I'm not just like they didn't hand me a pile of money and say, hey, you know, tell people to like this no matter, no matter what. I don't know if it was a placebo effect. I don't know, but man, I woke up yesterday morning and I and I you know I was a little bit tired, but then I woke up this morning. This morning I was really anticipating being hung over and i was not i did not have a headache i mean my, my joints ache a little bit but other than that i feel all right were you remembered to party responsibly this no is no right here. i did not <laughs> i like that part of it and i don't know what that means what the fuck does that mean to somebody i mean it, when i said 15 beers did you go oh shit that's a lot no but i felt like okay that's enough to properly test it if i oh, had 15 yeah. beers i would know that but you were saying that you weren't sure if you placeboed it yeah i can't tell you how many times i've went out had way too much to drink and thought the one glass of water that i was gonna drink before bed was yeah, gonna yeah, save yeah. me from my hangover so right, i don't know how well you can placebo yourself yeah <laughs> through 15 well you know, and i mean uh beers. you know it's like vitamin c thiamine riboflavin vitamin b6 i mean i, I don't know any of this stuff it works you know iron phosphorus it, it looks like it's mostly vitamins you know so that it, it, i like it says liver support hey liver support is yeah. very important yeah very antioxidant boost i, I take my my uh, milk thistle every day yeah okay <laughs> is that what you use for liver yeah it says hydration on a cellular level which sounds like bullshit to me supports optimal brain i did seem like i was okay today i don't know so vive hangover prevention for sure yeah I just thought it was funny because we get hit up for our first sponsor, and it was like hangover cure, and I was like, "Oh, all right." I think that's a perfect, uh, perfect sponsor for ten drink. Ben. Yeah. Well, anyone that's watched this show would yeah. notice that. Uh, they're asking, uh, as a touring wrestler, is there a lot of partying on the road? <laughs> yeah, there, uh, there is, and uh, you know learning how to to pace yourself in that uh, comes uh, over time as well. Whatever you're younger. Uh, Drinking in excess and then hitting the next city and doing it again is a lot easier than it is whenever you start getting uh, closer to the 30s. <laughs> wow. Oh, closer to the 30s. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're done over that. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Uh, if you just tuned in, we, we usually have three cameras. We lost two of them. They've gone Spontaneously. down at the same time. I don't know why they're not showing up, so it's just me and Smiley, but we have in studio with us professional wrestler Ray Basura. And at the break, I will try to fix that so we can see, everyone can see him again. Um, so I can just take my pants off now. Then yeah, I don't yeah, have to. Okay, yeah. good. Just take your pants I'm, off. I mean, yeah. Oldest wrestler you've wrestled with on, on a tour? Um, probably Jerry Lynn. That's, a, uh, that's on. Oh, wow. You wrestled Jerry Lynn? Yeah, wrestled Jerry Lynn. Um, the, most, the, mo- the, the most amazing generic wrestler of all time. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm going to say. I mean, he is Randy the Ram. He's Randy the Ram. Yeah, he is from uh, the wrestler. He yeah. is that guy. Yeah, he he's outstanding. And um, the scariest thing for me is, uh, on top of him being the oldest wrestler I ever wrestled, um, he also had just like come off of like back surgery. Oh, and then like they're like prepping me before the the match. They're like, okay, like you can't do this move. You can't do this move. You oh, can't really? do this move. Like you got to make sure that like you don't paralyze this guy. And I'm like, oh, maybe oh, you shouldn't God, be dude. wrestling at all. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like when Stone Cold Steve Austin was, was, uh, was wrestling in the WWE at the end. Like they were like, you can't do. Yeah. That was like, literally like, you can't do this move. You can't do that. Right. Cause it was, he was like the, you know, Prized bull, you know. But then again, Jerry went in there and he was working at the same rate, like doing all these things that like people half his age should be doing. It did not slow him down at oh, all. Oh wow, really? I was I was blown away and, and terrified at the same time. I was like probably like twenty one or so whenever that like I had that match and it was just like crazy for me because I'd I'd watched him like growing up and stuff, so being in the, in there with him and then like him living up to like what I've always seen Right after a back surgery, it was just crazy. It's all back surgery. What? Yeah, exactly. I don't give a damn. So he didn't care. I saw on Twitter that he maybe having to go back in. He like had an MRI just recently. So I don't know if anyone's like following stuff. He's I guess back uh, going under the knife or something. Uh, so he's. Uh, probably going to be back out there again, <laughs> beating That's up some crazy. young kid somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, what's with that? Like, have you? I mean, you know the name. Who it is? Have you seen a wrestler that you're just like, it's time to hang it up, man? Um, not time to hang it up. But the first time I met Mick Foley, yeah, he walked exactly how you would imagine Mick I Foley. Could, I've seen him. I've seen him walking. He talks about it. Yeah. And here's cra- here's a crazier thing. This has nothing to do with wrestling. Travis Pastrana from uh, Nitro Circus or mm-hmm. from you know just motocross. Yeah. That guy. I mean, he's. I don't know. I think he's maybe thirty. Maybe maybe I'm, early he's still 30s. pretty young though. Yeah. Early thirties, and he walks like he's like seventy or eighty years old because yeah. he's so busted up. I'm not surprised, especially like these motorcycle jumps. So they were like seven stories, yeah, yeah, like yeah. crazy. Uh, and I imagine that some of the jackass guys probably are feeling it uh, yeah. from all those years, uh, the crazy stuff they're doing oh, yeah. as well. Uh, I just watched an interview where Steve-O was talking about... Uh, I, I didn't know Steve was actually from Albuquerque. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. That, that was, uh, Smiley hung out with him back in the day, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah? You, got, you got the uh, fire department called out like my 17th birthday party, <laughs> doing fireballs in the backyard. I'm like, stop that. <laughs> We're not even supposed so to have booze just, here. So he was just always fucking crazy like that? Oh, yeah. And he'd, he'd actively, like, uh, whenever there was, like... He would find out if there's, like, a skate crew in town, and he'd, like, track them down. Oh, wow. Just do weird shit to try and get on film. Oh wow, that's yeah. I remember. Do you remember whenever they had that uh, Jackass was ending, and or it ended, and then like he had his own videos, and they were on late at night, and they're all Stevo the career ender, and you could buy them and like order them, and they'd come in the mail. 
Did you ever see that? I don't think I ever saw that. Yeah, they were like, Steve, oh, the career. I watched it, and one of the things he did in that was he uh, uh, had an IV put in his uh, arm, and, he, and they put vodka straight into his bloodstream. Ooh. I remember that. Oh, he mainlined some Steve-o, vodka? the life ender. Yeah. That's what that sounds like. It sounds like life ender, yeah. yeah. And it was... And it was basically just him going like to do in different like places, like just out on the street, and they're just filming it. And like you know, he would crush glass up in his mouth, or you know, just stupid shit. But the, it was called the Stevo, the I believe Stevo, the career ender. And they were like late at night. They're all you've seen him on Jackass, you've seen him in the movie. You know, now get the career ender. He's uh, sober now, to my understanding. Yeah. Oh, way. did you never watch? Okay, so the other one was uh, Stevo. They did a show on MTV where it was his. Uh, uh, intervention. Yeah, that's the one I saw. <laughs> that crazy. was fucking nuts. So at one point, like they're showing his apartment, and he has those little uh, whippet cartridges. Oh yeah, yeah. and they're just everywhere. <laughs> and he's just like like picking them up to see if there's any that have anything in it, so he uh, can do a quick whippet, you know? Yeah. And then at some point, like he's like playing music, and his neighbor starts complaining and starts pounding on the wall. So he busts a hole in the sheetrock on on his side of the wall <laughs> and he puts his speakers in the wall. And so of course they call the police and he's like shirtless and he just has jeans on and the cops are like, you know, talking to him at the door and they're like, yeah, do you have any ID on you? And he starts to pull out his ID and he pulls out a fucking baggie of Coke. They arrest him right <laughs> oh, away. Oh, geez. This is all on camera. Yeah. <laughs> and then he comes back from being in jail. And the first thing he does is he grabs like a, a microphone stand or something and he just throws it like a javelin through the wall of the neighbor that called the police. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like the proper way to handle yeah. a bad neighbor. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, that you know, I'm sure I'm gonna have to deal with that. You know, they're like, "You're too loud." I'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" I used to have a downstairs neighbor that actually hit the the roof. I was I I was upstairs. She was downstairs. Mm-hmm. She'd hit the roof with a fucking broom, mm-hmm. and I thought that was only in movies. I didn't yeah. think people actually did that. I was blown away. Yeah. And it was because my dog and my cat would be wrestling and they'd be like <laughs> making a little bit of noise. And yeah. like I've had neighbors with like children that are ten times louder than this, and I just dealt with it. You just deal with it. And then, yeah. And then, and then there's people that are just like, I don't, ha- I shouldn't have to deal with this. I'm like, no, you live in an apartment. You definitely should have to deal right. with it. Welcome to apartment living. Right. Yeah. So, all right, let's uh, end this first hour so I can fix the the video, hopefully. Um, so, where can people go check out? Do you have like a website? Do you have any kind of YouTube channel? Or uh, I'm on uh, all social media right now. You can uh, find uh, my videos on uh, YouTube by looking up uh, the Trash King. Uh, every other social media outlet. Uh, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. I'm on there as uh, Ray Basura. You can find me on Twitter, and I'm active on uh, mostly all those platforms. Uh, as of uh, the next couple months, I'm going to be posting a lot more matches on YouTube, so you can definitely oh, nice. see a lot more of that uh, on there. Um, Do they have a way where you could put it where you have like paid? I guess you could just pay for like people would have to pay for like a match, you know? right? Yeah, there's there's different places where they could they could put that yeah. in there, but you know, I'm a, I'm a, uh, growing up. Watching these free matches on YouTube of, yeah. of these independent stars is what made me want to do what I'm doing now. There you go. And I feel like charging people to do that <laughs> is a shitty thing. Whenever I, I grew up watching YouTube videos okay. that made me want to wrestle. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, and Smiley, what, what do you got? You've got uh, Daybreak. You're in that. I saw a picture of you in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you can see me on uh, Daybreak on uh, Netflix. I'm in the, oh, yeah, the yeah. flashback scenes. I, I, I play uh, a letterman. Weirdly <laughs> enough, a high school student. 
Right. Uh, and uh, as usual, I look for me on the second season of uh, Midnight Texas. That's uh, on NBC and also still streaming on Hulu. Oh, nice. Um, you can watch us here most Sunday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. Um, uh, you can watch on tenderingminimum.com. You can watch on Facebook Live. Uh, go to tenderingminimum.com. Just click on that Vive link. See, that, that just helps us out. It helps, it helps keep the lights running. Um, actually, we do have a live event coming up. We are going to be live December 1st at Bar Uno. Really? Yeah. Uh, we will be there out live. You know, We're going to be streaming from there. Uh, they asked me last night, Friday night, Friday night. Yeah. They're like, Hey, will you guys ever come to a show here? Sure. Are you guys even drinking motherfucker? <laughs> I'll punch you right in the face. I know that's Billy. Son of a, bitch. <laughs> a son of a bitch, Billy. I'm going to stone cold some beers just for Billy. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so, uh, my, our, uh, Instagram is, uh, at 10 drink. So I always post shit on there. Definitely check that out. Um, and uh, we definitely drink. We do the show. You should as well. Always remember, never, never get, get too, too drunk, drunk to jerk. jerk 10 drink minimum dot com.
somewhat of the <laughs> we've got video we got ray back on the video we're we're here we're live everyone's covered we got it yeah i had to put my pants back on ray had so. to put his fucking pants back on <laughs> you but you can't tell from the video we just have to take his take oh his take my shirt off then no. yeah yeah <laughs> i'm all ray please put your pants back on sir um so should we i, I guess we have an announcement to make i guess we do. We do, yeah. Since Billy left the show, there's been a lot of speculation as to what's going to happen. I mean, Holly, everybody's like, where's Holly? Holly's actually in Tampa. I don't know why. I can't remember. There's some, she went with her, her with uh, with Hamster, and they went to Tampa. And uh, I don't remember what more. I'm not much of a listener. There's something, yeah. You're all, I remember where they went. I remember where they went because I was like, ugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it's unfortunate. I, I did. I the only reason I came is because I thought Holly was going to be here, so I almost oh, left. No, oh. <laughs> oh. But um, anyway, so there's been a lot of speculation and uh, what's going to happen since Billy left. Like I've I've been asked probably a hundred times, like, so what are you guys going to do now? I mean, Billy's gone. What, what's going to happen? Well, we met together and we talked about it, and you know, our thing was is we were going to wait and see. 
if uh, if we could find someone who gelled with us just naturally, and then we would ask them to do the show. And we did not think that was going to happen for quite a long time, but it happened really quickly. And uh, I, I'm, I'm happy to announce we have a new member to the Tendering Minimum family, and his name is Ray Basura, the Trash King. Yeah, I'm really, really excited to be a part of it. And uh, whenever you you approached me about it, yeah. uh, we were going to wait until uh, things wrapped up with wrestling. Yeah. And uh, so there may be a couple episodes that I may not be able to, oh, no, to no, drop yeah. in. But uh, after everything's uh, wrapped up there, yeah, uh, of you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to being a part of it. And yeah. I just I love what you guys uh, do here and get a chance to to meet so many different people and see all these different things. uh, So I can stare at them blankly the way Smiley did for the first half of this show. (laughs) Well, and, uh, and I mean, that's why we have four people on the show. We didn't actually expect you to come until later on. And Mm -hmm. you're like, well, you know, I want to come on kind of get a feel for it. And I'm like, I I didn't, you know, we we probably shouldn't announce it today, but why not? Why not announce it today? You know, (laughs) who knows? You know? So, yeah. You come to a long lineage of people, some good, some bad. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm really excited, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. And you guys are a lot of fun, and I just think it's going to be an opportunity for me to, to better yeah. know the city that uh, I've been calling home for all this time as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, because you're from Carlsbad, New Mexico, mm-hmm. Originally. which is the enemy of where I'm from, Clovis, New Mexico. <laughs> are you going home for Thanksgiving? Uh, very briefly. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be swinging through, uh, like leaving Wednesday night, doing Thanksgiving, and then leaving at some point Friday. So it's oh, wow. going to be super abbreviated, but yeah. Yeah, I'm going. We're, uh, Smiley is actually going home with me. We're going home Friday because I have to work the day after Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, so, boo. Boo. so we're gonna go home uh, Friday and then uh, party in Clovis for the weekend. Woo! Partying in Clovis. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah, man, it's fun times. I mean, I feel like you guys are probably gonna bring the party to Clovis. I don't uh, know. Yeah. There's much of a party to be had there. Uh, and I, yeah, that's not ripping on Clovis too much because Carlsbad oh, yeah. is just as bad. I I went down there a handful of times with the intention, you know, like yeah. oh, I'm an adult now. Like I should yeah. go there and you know see what the nightlife's like in Carlsbad. It, it not, doesn't exist. It's not, yeah, yeah. I always like to go when I go to Clovis. I always check in at this bar that uh, Prince Lounge that has been gone for probably ten fifteen years mm-hmm. now, and I always check in there. And people immediately like go, is it open again? Yeah. <laughs> and I go, yeah, man, cold beers, dude. You go check it out. Coldest beer in New Mexico, apparently. <laughs> Come on in. There, there. I say no cloud crop. No, my parents are back in Clovis for the winter because they're they they did the lot. They did winter in Cloudcroft last year, and they did not like it. Yeah, that seems like that'd be kind of rough. Okay, yeah, I was I was gonna yeah. say I was all are you, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I just rolled with it. I was like, yeah. no, Clovis, going, uh, Cloudcraft, whatever. Uh, yeah, we're going to one. Yeah, who knows? Because my parents have two houses. So they're rich. I know. Have, have you I'll, been? I to... know. I'll be making Bloody Marys. Because that's all I. Yeah, <laughs> right. My mom makes Smiley make Bloody Marys, which is there. Yeah, is it, I, is it I like a signature it. Bloody Mary? He does. Oh yeah. Well, now I feel like I need to have one. I'll bring, right? bring the stuff over. We'll. Are you going to share your your recipe, or is it a yeah. guarded secret? Oh no! I mean, it's it's. I can teach. I taught it every every bar I ever worked at. <laughs> right. I'm all. This is how I like to make it, and people seem to enjoy it. <laughs> right. 
Uh, speaking of cloud crop, I was gonna ask you: Have you ever been to the, the lodge, the the haunted? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If, as soon as I got there, that's all everyone would talk about. They're like, "Oh, have you gone? You got to go up to the lodge. It's like it's haunted. First of all, it's haunted. <laughs> I don't understand why that's a, a fucking, you know that that would be like saying, um, "Hey, do you want to go over to this uh, person's house? Uh, it's on fire inside. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it, you'll like it." And it's like. Yeah, you like being warm, right? It's literally on fire. It's on fire. I mean, it's cold outside. You're going to like it. You want to go hang out underneath this bridge? It's super sketchy. It's super yeah. sketchy. You might be stabbed. You might yeah. You might get stabbed. Like 60% you're going to get stabbed. Yeah. You're going to love it. You, know, you guys will think it's great. Uh, someone in the chat says, does Ray get lit for Thanksgiving? Uh, it just depends on how the Basuda family uh, wants to do it. But I, I was like, I think that I maybe I'll take some Vive with me and Ooh, <laughs> nice. do some product testing. Oh, yeah. they're saying that that lodge was on Unsolved Trees. I stayed in the lodge. Okay. And that's why, that's why I was going to bring it up is I I, uh-huh, uh-huh. I like haunted stuff, but only oh. because I want something to happen. And so that I can make a believer out of me and nothing happened at the lodge, but oh. it, it was cool. I, I really liked it. Uh-huh. And honestly, I think that's the best way to market a really shitty old hotel where you don't have to do anything to make it more presentable. You're right. like, Oh, we're not going to r- renovate it. It's haunted. It's haunted as fuck. <laughs> yeah. What do you say? What is the, 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 the thing behind it? I mean, what is the, I, I don't even remember now. I know it's like this little, this supposed like a redheaded woman that, yeah. that like walks uh, up and down the hallways there. Oh, and oh, okay. there's all these like stories about her and they have like pictures of like supposedly the woman it's supposed to be. And they have mm-hmm. like plaques around it and everything. And I think that it just looks like a really old dilapidated hotel. And that's, about it and okay. the room itself was fine uh the tv was like about like the size of my cell phone that oh, was pretty- <laughs> shit man but it's scary yeah but it's haunted haunted oh okay that is true that is like one of those things where people are like hey, have you gone to the haunted mansion in town <laughs> no i have not yeah they open it up on uh, halloween night and let people stay the night there for Three hundred dollars. Oh, of course, the fucking a they do, <laughs> right? Because they're not stupid. You know? I got duped into doing a Groupon uh, ghost tour of downtown. Oh, of downtown Albuquerque. Yeah. What? It was awful, Chris. I'm telling you, it was the where what? it was the silliest thing I've ever done ever. And this is the haunted alleyway where several people have been stabbed. No, like, like so we showed up and I didn't know what I was going to expect, but we it, we got in front of like the 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 chemo auditorium and like that's where we all met. These and it was like a group of friends and then like, I guess some other people that had bought it as well. And we'd like literally walk <laughs> some in, other some other fools. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we'd walk in front of these places. She'd tell us like a spooky ghost story about it. And then we'd like walk somewhere else. It's like, oh, we don't even get to go inside. Or like, oh, yeah, that's, that's messed up because the chemo, the chemo has a shrine to their ghost. Right. And I was and like, it's really I, cool to I look at. I thought we were going to see that. And then like the next uh, stop after that very shortly was like the Holocaust Remembrance Museum. What? That's, like just around the way from here. And like she's like, well, I just want to like have a moment of silence. We're like, oh, this is weird. This is really weird. Didn't you like take you to the top floor gizmos or anything? Oh, wow. We did not go inside any buildings Whoa. whatsoever. However, they did take us to this park they, like after walking downtown. Yeah. And that was probably the scariest part about it, but not because of the ghosts. It was because mm-hmm. of the murderous uh, 
homeless people that lived in the park. <laughs> so <laughs> Exactly. Let's go to this sketched out place, man. Yeah, like real spooky. <laughs> They're saying that it's not as silly as the Old Town Haunted Tour. Uh, this is a house where a scary man lived. He's dead now. That's what, that's what, they, were, that's what they were told, I guess. That's it's, from Valerie Garcia. It's pro- yeah, it's probably the exact same yeah. uh, idea behind it. Because like, yeah. she'd be like, oh, here's a ghost story about this. It was scary. And well, it <laughs> I feel like, I feel like um, that, that trolley that does the haunted tour now, mm-hmm. or they've done the haunted tour forever, was so happy that Breaking Bad happened. Because now that's like their bread and butter is right. the Breaking Bad tour. Uh, I would. Here's how crazy. Like for people who are living outside of Albuquerque, Breaking Bad is such a big tourist thing. I was at Java Joe's and the trolley and the Winnebago both pulled up full of people so oh. they could take all kinds of pictures of Java Joe's. Uh, Java Joe's was actually Tuco's hideout uh, in season one and season two. So they both pulled up. I was like trying to eat and I'm in the front window while people are just like taking photographs like crazy. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. Shouldn't they be taking photos of you? Yeah. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. I, I'm really impressed that the show like has stayed as popular oh, as man. it is. Uh, like I would have thought that after everything wrapped up that slowly these tours yeah. would start to die down, but they're no. staying like super Dude, they, busy. Yeah. I mean, they were both like full of people. Right. You know, probably paid 30 bucks a pop. <laughs> to be in an RV with yeah. no air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, some stinky-ass old shit Winnebago. And people it's, still love going to that, yeah. what used to be, like, the diviest freaking hotel on Central there. Just Oh, the, oh, the crack one? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got I to gotta talk about that. So how does that, how did that happen? Because, okay, so on Central and I-25 mm-hmm. is yeah. the place that in Breaking Crossroads. Bad, the Crossroads mm-hmm. Motel, and they called it, uh, Crystal Palace in the show. <laughs> so how did that how did that transaction go? Like they walk in, they're like, "Hey, we want to film uh, here at your hotel. Is that cool?" And they're like, "Yeah." Well, did they not go? What, what light are you going to point? You know, make the hotel look. And they go, uh, "A bunch of meth heads uh, hang out here and you know do meth and 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 then hook. You know, basically." And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, go for it. That's going to be some great PR. That guy's like, man, we are going to make yeah. tens well, of dollars off yeah. of this. But they they, <laughs> they wound up, like, renovating it. Like, a, they got, like, new neon. Yeah. It actually looks like they I repainted they painted, some of it. I figured they painted it so people wouldn't come and take pictures of it. <laughs> right. Uh, like, I think that the, uh, the Walter White house supposedly is getting, like, a bunch of renovations done oh. on it. Like, soon they don't want it to even look the same because they're sick of people going right. there. They built a fence around it, too, I heard. Uh, yeah, I think they had the fence there. Yeah. And last time I, I took some out-of-towners there, the old couple that's there still sits in their garage giving you stink eye. Uh, like, that's, I guess, what they do all day is they just sit there and glare. Oh, the people who bought it? Hey, let's yeah, they- this famous house and then be pissed whenever people... Like, the, <laughs> right. The people who own the Goonies house done, have done the same thing. They've completely <laughs> covered it up so you can't see it. And I'm just like, who, why would you buy this place? Right. You, it's like the Amityville the horror people. They're like, we'll just yeah. take out these windows so people won't come by. Right. Why <laughs> did you want to live in this crazy oh, yeah, ass right. house? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's different. Like, <laughs> right. that's on a different fucking level. So we're talking about ghosts. And some motherfucker, moved, when I was a kid, the Amityville Horror, that was kind of a, that was a scary movie, you know, when I was a kid. Probably isn't much now. But if, if you're like, let's buy this house, fuck that, you know? Yeah. 
I, I, I like to go to haunted things. I like to look at haunted I things. Like I'd like to stay them. there. I, I would not want to be like, I'm going to be stuck in this haunted house because now I'm going to fuck up my credit to own it. Right. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Right. Well, and then Billy, like the other day, him and uh, Shelby uh, took a photo, took a bunch of photos on the on the famous staircase from The Exorcist, you know? The, oh, yeah. They were at The Exorcist house. And I'm like, how, does, how do people not... Why, why would you want to live there? You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I believe in it or not, but if, it, if it's real, I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> that is a gamble, like a roll of the dice. You're like, well, I don't believe in it, but yeah. there's I mean, still. You're on the toilet taking a shit, and it's all you're gonna die. And I go, <laughs> not on the toilet. Getting the fuck out of here. That's what happened to Elvis. That's what I'm to fucking Elvis. Yeah, <laughs> not like, not like Elvis. Fuck that. That's true, huh? I forgot about that. There was like a guy on The Sopranos, like uh, he was one of the characters, and his death scene was he was on the toilet and he had a, a stroke or heart attack and he died. <laughs> and they were interviewing the actor, and he was pretty pissed about it. He was and like, that's how he goes out. He's like, yeah, he's like, I'm on this great TV show, and then like you know everybody has crazy cool deaths, and I die on the toilet. And I'm like, yeah, whoops. <laughs> Doesn't the series like end with the main character dying off screen? Spo- I mean, I guess spoiler alert. Uh, sorry, what's, what's this? But... Uh, Sopranos? Yeah. No, they they didn't they didn't show anything. Like they basically like uh, alluded to a lot of things, and then it just went black. I think I'd rather have a conclusive death than have yeah. it all fade to black. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just you don't know if they lived or if they went on, if, yeah. you know, because it, it's really odd. It was one of those things where you know, like you're in a watching a mob movie, and you don't know if someone's about to get killed, but you all of a sudden you feel like, oh, you know, like a you know, in Goodfellas, Tommy, he's like, he's like, what the fuck, and then boom, they shoot him in the head. You know, yeah, it's kind of that where. You start to feel like there's a hitman. You know, someone in the in the diner is a hitman, and then all of a sudden it's like, uh, uh, you know, just fade to black. Yeah, they said Elvis died on the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> drink eating banana. What was the sand? So the mythical Elvis sandwich, the peanut butter banana, peanut butter banana, which I've actually found out like he actually didn't eat that. But where did that come from? Peanut butter. Was there thought, bacon too? With I that? Thought, bacon, yeah, yeah, bacon it was, too. It was yeah. bacon. And Let's find out. Didn't he like it fried? <laughs> oh well, I mean everything is a little better fried, I guess. Did Elvis right? eat? Oh, wow, eat peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. Ugh, my my grandpa liked those though. Yeah, that's gotta be. That, that, I don't know. Um, okay, I'm not, so, I'm not a fan of peanut butter, so this it's automatically the top thing on Google. I just said Elvis sandwich, and it said peanut butter, banana, and bacon sandwich. Oh, okay, yep. Which makes sense why I guess he'd have a heart attack. Did he really? Did well. That and all the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, uh, there might be some other. Did he really eat that, though? Contributing factors. Yeah, I guess that that would be a weird myth just to create about somebody. And he's like, after I was like, what? I, didn't, I ate that like once. I don't know. Like, I went to a diner and somebody made right, it for right. me. I didn't even like it that much. Yeah, they're in the chat. They said he was on hella pills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, I mean, that's what happened. Like, yeah. There's... Mom, pills make you eat some weird ass shit. Oh, I'll tell true. you that. I'll tell you what. I mean, is it any weirder than when you go to the state fair and they have like a fried Twinkie <laughs> or a fried Snickers bar? I mean, it isn't the Krispy Kreme burger. Krispy Kreme burger, yeah. Right? Have you had that? No. We we no. ate that on the show one time. We were at the uh, bacon. No, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blues the bacon, bacon, bacon and blues and brews yeah. and you know, one of those something. You know, it was some festival with bacon and and blues playing loud. And um, I will never forget that. How was but, it? Uh, not oh the sandwich, yeah, the hamburger, amazing. Like everything you want it to be. I mean, it's Krispy Kreme with a hamburger with a cheeseburger, 
uh, in the middle of it. I mean, it's fantastic. You know? Right. <laughs> it, you know, and then your heart, your heart like lags for a second. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like when every, you have to like yeah. slap a, slap an appliance to get it to work. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. there we yeah, go. Yeah, hit me on the back <laughs> real hard. Oh, there we go. Started back up. <laughs> I thought you meant the blues. I was like, not good yeah, we're all- <laughs> at all. I remember we were at uh, Blues and Brews, and I was all smiling. Go tell the band to stop. <laughs> Can they just not? And he goes, yeah. stop playing? And I go, no, stop it all. Just yes. not be a band anymore. Just no more. <laughs> Can they just break up right now, please? <laughs> it was it was, it was, was pretty bad. I remember that. Yeah. They, their their music's so bad it gives everyone the blues. They're like, that's what we thought the blues was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan. But um, but and yet we've gone to so many of those. I know. They always, <laughs> they always I get wrangled into it every fucking year. It's because the blues. Somebody that's, yeah. Somebody will go. I've got free tickets, and I'm just such a sucker. I'm like hell yeah, dude. And then we get there, and there's you know eight thousand people in a space for like four thousand people, and the worst this year was some woman had a stroller. And I'm like, why? Why? This is an alcohol event. And you have a stroller with a baby in it. And she had her beer on the stroller. <laughs> yeah, she's just using it to like plow her way through the crowd. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> the, the kid has like a, a knitted beanie with a koozie built in. So yes. she sets it around at the top of the head. Dude, I get I get. Yeah, it's all. It's, it's like one of those pillows you can sit on your lap for a, a laptop. Yeah. It's kind of got, you know, the conforms to whatever, but then stays flat. <laughs> it holds a can. <laughs> Sits on the top of their head. I think that's a million-dollar idea. Yeah. Slap slap tin drink on it. Start selling Done. it on the website. Done. For, for, <laughs> just sit, sit it on your baby's head. Your baby. Um, I mean, I get it whenever I go to the, the fiery food show. I get that there's people there with their kids in the stroller. That makes sense. But they're still assholes. Because, I mean, <laughs> this place is wall-to-wall. Imagine if you okay, if you don't live in Albuquerque, you've never been to this. Imagine going to a convention center. You walk into it, and it's one big room, and then of course there's aisles, you know, where where people have set up, and no, nowhere can you walk because there's so many people. You actually have to like put your hand in between people and push through, and then there's people with strollers pushing through that. And it's just like motherfucker, and. That's that's bad enough, but then you know I got to go to the, the the drinking one and 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 you know <laughs> there's people with babies there. I don't get that. Makes no sense to me. They should use the same kind of logic. Like, are you going to take a stroller to Black Friday? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Billy. He's from Carlsbad, so Carlsbad High. Oh I'm yeah, from. that. Um, I'm. Uh, uh, so I'm going back down. I'm going back down for uh, for Thanksgiving, and uh, Valetti is going with me, and I'm going to get to show her the old stomping grounds. It'll take about 15 minutes or so, show her the whole city, and they're like, oh, well, yeah. that's that. That's I about mean, all Carlsbad has to offer. Well, the, there's the, ca- <laughs> the cavern. Right, yeah. I mean, that's super big. I haven't been yeah. since I was a little kid. Like, I was probably like four. Yeah, I think that, like... As a New Mexican, there's always going to be the field trip to the caverns. I think that's like a pretty standard yeah. field trip for. I need for to go. Everybody. See, I need to go back because I I don't remember it. Yeah, and if you are going to go, I would say plan for like late summer because they do the bat flight, and yeah. I think that the the caverns are amazing, like as they are. But going and not seeing the bat flight mm. is a is a, a missed opportunity. For oh, really? Sure. Okay. Yeah. What is with New Mexico and naming all of their cities after cities in California? There's Clovis, Clovis. Uh, there's a Clovis in California. There's a Carlsbad, California, mm-hmm. real famous. But like, um, 
Clovis actually used. I don't know if they do this anymore. But their football team used to play the Clovis California team. Oh, wow. Once a year, they would like fly, but one, they would take turns going one to the other. Oh, I don't think Carlsbad it. Well, I don't think Carlsbad ever did it. Yeah. Uh, did you play football there? No, I I, <laughs> I didn't play any sports. Oh, yeah. I very briefly was on the wrestling team, and uh, I was learning to wrestle. No, Ray, no chairs. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, so the thing was is I was uh, in the off season. I was training. I was weightlifting. I was mm-hmm. doing all this stuff, and then uh, it got to be closer to time for the season, and I was like, I'm not wearing that singlet. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to wear a singlet. Oh, really? There. Yeah, and I was like, I'll just quit. I was like, can I just stay in the class and do this stuff? I just don't want to wrestle in front of people in that in that singlet. And now I do it. And I'm in a much more, I'm a place where I'm ridiculed a lot more by like, right. people are out there saying some of the worst things they can think of out there. And I don't I don't care at all now, but what it is, is funny what, what, is, what do they say? Oh, like... I can't even think of anything off the top of my head, but I am just blown away sometimes by the things that, that I've heard that I've heard people say. And You're sometimes a piece even, of shit. Yeah, that was what I said. Great. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you suck. I've had little kids like flip me off in my face. That that was actually one of the things in Mexico. I went out there and I'm like yelling at people, and this like four year old like flips me off, and his dad's like patting him on the back, like Yeah, you did good. You told him. Yeah. <laughs> what was it like wrestling in Mexico? Oh, it, it was amazing. They I take uh, it pretty fucking serious. They do, and it's uh, it's a very different style out there. But being the the international uh, wrestler, they except I guess this different style because anyone that's watched Lucha Libre, they're so fast and acrobatic and like. The art of learning Lucha Libre is just it's mind-blowing. And so being able to work with these guys, and there is a language barrier. So a lot of of people that watch wrestling think that we're just in there whispering into each other's ears like secrets the whole time. And it just doesn't really work that way, especially whenever you're working somebody that doesn't speak the language. So it's like if you're... Mexico or Japan. Yeah, exactly. And and, uh, there's a lot more that goes into the, the actual art of what you're doing and the training that you've done for years and learning how to like work with someone and anticipate their movements and and be able to you know just beat somebody's ass safely i guess Uh, in the chat they're saying have you ever gotten a fight with an audience person i've not but uh that same show that i got flipped off in mexico uh there was this guy who spoke english and so i decided i was going to go pick on him specifically because i knew that like i could get a reaction out of so i went over there he's like yelling at me i'm yelling at him and then uh, I I like to instigate people whenever I know that it's a safe distance. So I tell this guy if he's so tough, why doesn't he just punch me? And I'm like ten feet from him, so like he can't like punch me over the barricade. And he's like, get closer. And I said, well, all there is is space and opportunity. I said, hop that barricade if you're so tough. Without even skipping a beat, he hopped the barricade. Oh, did they grab him real quick? I slid in the ring and told security to kick him out. Nice. Uh, like uh, they didn't like throw him out of the arena. They just like put him back over the barricade. And then once he was back, getting pulled back over, then I leaned back through the ropes. I started instigating. I was like, "Come on, come on!" Nice. And the crowd just got lit, lit, right. just lit. I did a show here in Albuquerque where some lady hit me. And, like, I was so shocked that it happened. I didn't even, like, register it. Like, uh, her son came up to me, and he was, like, yelling at me. And I say son, but he's, like, in his 20s at least. Like, he's a full-grown man. Sure. And he's, like, yelling at me. And I go, and I get in his face because, you know, he's having a good time. I don't don't anticipate this guy's going to, like, swing on me or anything. And then next thing I know, this lady just comes up. She's, like, whack. And she's like, hits me in my chest. And then, like, 
my squires and everyone's like oh shit and like i guess like she like kicked them and like she started like swinging on everybody in like my group wow. <laughs> this lady's crazy and but, then but you got them to that level which right is exactly and then uh she sees rusty out like doing shows and she always like comes up says hi to him she like uh, like hits me up on facebook like oh let me buy you a beer sometime i'm sorry like, i don't know about that yeah, nah, no thanks crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um so one thing that you like i noticed one thing like uh i had not grown up with independent wrestling going anywhere in my area so anytime i'd go see like wrestling it would be like the wwe or uh or wcw when i was growing up as a kid so when i got to go see you guys like wrestle like indie wrestling Mm -hmm. was probably the first time maybe like four years ago and one thing that kind of shocked me is like how you guys would hold like the other wrestler and let the audience slap them across the chest Mm -hmm. and i always felt like that was awesome but really like a big opportunity for some bad shit to happen yeah and i think that a lot of times you vet the audience like i'm not gonna go find like some big biker dude and let him do that to my opponent uh oftentimes i'm letting like either a kid or somebody like young so it gets the it gets the crowd reaction that we want and minimizes the the risk. But um, I've had that happen before, and I've been slapped pretty hard by by fans. But oh, yeah, yeah. it's really funny because I also don't think that the fans anticipate how hard it, or how bad it can hurt their hand if they don't know what they're doing. So they right. go they go try to slap you as hard as they can, and then they're like, "Oh, like it hurts their yeah, hand." Oh, yeah, of course it does, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, if you're not used to doing that. And Moshpit Mike used to do this one. Uh, he, one, this wrestler we knew broke his neck um, and he was getting surgery on it. Yeah, he, yeah. And uh, we were trying to raise some funds for him. So Mosh did this thing where he's doing chops for charity. And every show <laughs> that we did, he would let fans pay him 10 bucks and they could go there and they could chop him as hard as they wanted. And so then he'd go out there, he would rile up the crowd, he'd oh, talk yeah. shit, and then during intermission he'd come out and he'd be like, I know you guys are all, you know, this, that, and the other. He's like, but if you, he's like, this is for charity. He's like, $10, $10 you can come up here and you can chop me. And they'd get like a line of people and they'd like come through and they'd chop him. And it, it, I used to love watching it because you get these big dudes or these like bros, like these college guys that think they're so tough, and they come up and they would just like, hit him like so hard, sweat flying off. You can see the handprint, yeah. and you give it a light nod, like, okay, that's a good one. But then like this like a hundred pound like mom yeah. like would come up with her kid and they like hit him, and you could tell I like, didn't get him hard. Ah, he'd like scream like oh, or like a kid would get him, and he'd like you know build up like really big and yeah. stuff, and and like give them. But these guys that thought they were tough, and they're gonna go see if they can get a reaction, and they'd smack him as hard as they could. And he's just like, hmm, that's all, right. all right, cool. What? Thanks, next, next, <laughs> yeah, next, yeah. next. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I just remember like uh, going and uh, watching you guys. Because uh, you guys were a tag team, Brute 66, mm-hmm. and they would do this thing, Smiley, where they would get the opponent, they'd bring four chairs in the ring, and they would they'd put the chairs, like, they'd set them up and sit down, and then take turns slapping each other in the face as hard as they could. I don't know if it was really as hard as it could, but... <laughs> yeah, the the bar fight. And uh, I actually... Uh, I was telling you that last Friday I wrestled yeah. Alley Cat in, in Mesa. And we ended up doing one of these bar fights. And it was just me and her. Yeah. And um, she is uh, called... She says that she's always white paw wasted. And it's like her big her big thing is she's always white like... White paw wasted? Yeah, well, she, she's Alley Cat, so uh, white paws. But it, you oh. see... Uh, 
wanted us to get White Claw, and we'd slam White Claw and take turns hitting each other. Okay. And I don't know. White Claw's okay. I don't know what all the, the hype is over it. But I can tell you right now that in a match, chugging it and oh. having to continue wrestling... It was very difficult. That was the hardest part of that match. The slaps well, to go. the face well, were you not. Answered your own question, right there. <laughs> yeah. The slaps to the face were not anywhere near as bad as trying to chug White Claw and like continue to wrestle the oh, match. Man. Like, and I just like have like this carbonated beverage, just like, oh, like filling up. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna puke. And, it's... <laughs> and then so. he threw up all over. Yeah, that that would have actually been the best way to end it. Just yeah. like just puke right in her hair. Someone in the chat said, do juggalos even exist? I've only heard stories. Have you ever really met a juggalo? I mean, it's, it's kind of like the argument about birds. Have you ever seen a bird at night? Right. <laughs> yeah. Or a baby no, pigeon? No. Juggalos very much exist. I uh, went to the gathering of the juggalos once. Oh, my God. That was... Wait a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> this is a dream of mine, not because I like, I like any of this stuff. Uh-huh. I just want to people watch. How was it? It was everything you'd want it to be in, yeah. and then more. Uh, it was wild. It was just so crazy. And then the funny thing is the one that I went to apparently was like the one that everyone talks about how toned down it was. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> I thought it was crazy. Like there was just like crazy stuff happening at all hours of the day at all times. Yeah. And uh, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. These juggalos are like walking, and one guy has a sledgehammer. One guy has a watermelon. And we're like, whoa, Gallagher, Gallagher. We start chanting yeah, yeah, Gallagher. Yeah, yeah. And they put the watermelon down. They explode the watermelon with the thing. They high five and then they leave. Okay. I was like, well, what, was there, what were those guys doing before <laughs> we started chanting? Right. Were, they, were they looking for someone to do Gallagher? I, I guess. Like, I was like, is that what you guys were wanting? Because yeah. we randomly started yelling at them to do it. They did it. And then they were like so happy and it was over. I don't know if they just didn't. I think that a lot of people uh, at the grounds, the gathering, the juggalo have no idea what they're doing at any given time. They're just like wandering around. Just well, like, I assume that I assume that I see like there's bands. Oh yeah, tons. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, it, like all the time, and uh, they wrestling. Start, th- that was what I was actually there for. Is I was okay. doing a couple nights of wrestling, um, and then there's you know bands playing all the time. Yeah. There's uh, there was a huge water slide at this one that we went to, like a beach you go to like swim in. Tons uh, of nudity, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, and like they were saying that this one they had to tone it down a bunch, but there was still like a ton of naked people all over the place. Why did they have to tone it down? I, I, I something about the grounds. Uh, oh. That's why they were saying that that year was like a toned down version of, of years in the past. Yeah. Uh, and I guess the cops would like come in there, but. We were pretty crazy, like in our area, and we never had anybody come over and like give us in like any trouble. If I was a uh, cop, that'd be the place I wouldn't want to go. Yeah, and I just feel like it, going there and like telling them not to do something, you run the risk of like having all of them turn against you, and then like yeah. you have all these juggalos that just oh start rioting. I think that would be way worse than just letting them do whatever they're going to do in a self-contained place that's like all fenced in and like wonder, they're camping there. I wonder how many people died during the gathering of the juggalos. Yeah, I, I bet there's a, a statistic somewhere and I bet it's a lot higher. I, yeah. You know, I bet it's lower than you would think, but really? it, yeah. it's definitely... <laughs> I don't know, man. I bet it's pretty high. Yeah. Um, my buddy Josh Carey got run over by a trolley oh, at that gathering that I went to. Uh, the, the safety regulations there are, are not up to par. Uh, most of the way, <laughs> most of the way that you can get around the grounds is they had this like trolley that was like pulled by a tractor, and like they just don't stop, and you just like run and jump on it, and then like ride it, and then whenever it's time to like 
go, you just jump off of it while wow. it's still going. And like, if they ever do stop, it's like very momentarily or like something's like crossing the way or they whatever. Got, they got to spray the blood out. Yeah, right? exactly. And so these two trolleys for the first like day or two, they would go opposite directions. So depending on which way you wanted to go, you'd jump on the one that goes that way. Well, because of that, whenever the two trolleys would cross each other, all the people on the opposing trolleys would throw every piece of garbage or water or water balloons or mm-hmm. probably human matter at each other. And they're wow. like, fuck that trolley. And we just like start like having like essentially just like a trash fight between the two <laughs> trolleys while they passed. It wow. was so much fun. <laughs> wow. Very fascinating. So, I mean, where did you sleep at? Uh, we had tents and and stuff, and uh, we nobody bothers you while you're sleeping in your tent. Nobody no, I was I was really surprised by that too. But I also think that they knew that maybe that's like the wrestler area that we were at, and I think that somebody going over there and fucking oh, with the okay. wrestler's tent, and like we're gonna go out there and get like bloody and beat each other up for fun, I guess you could say. And yeah. then like the it's like so if we were actually mad at somebody, we could probably like beat the shit out of them and throw them in the lake. So it was probably in their yeah. best interest to not fuck with us. What uh, what's it like wrestling for JCW, the Juggalo Championship? Wrestling? Yeah, they uh, th- those fans are crazier than even the fans in Mexico. They are very very passionate. They they know what they like, they know what they dislike, and they can turn on you very fast. Um, if you are not connecting with them, they will let you know about it. And uh, oh. they they throw things, they spit, they uh, they they're very vicious. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Who's the big uh who's the big wrestler in JCW? I don't even know. Uh last I saw Shane Mercer is the JCW heavyweight champion. Let's see what this guy looks like. Yeah, he is is a very very uh very very talented wrestler. He's huge. I've seen him wrestle a handful of times. He's super athletic. Um him and Isaiah have had some crazy matches all over the country. Oh, he's not what I would think a, a wrestler would look like in the JC. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he honestly looks like he should be on contract in, in some yeah. in some of the big organizations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the tag team champions are uh, the Psychopathic Soldiers, which is Mosh Pit Mike and Chewy Martinez. Right, right. Again, that's the, the last time that I followed up on things they were, but uh, there's some of the big. I mean, Madman Pondo is still uh, working out there with them a lot, and he's done some crazy, crazy stuff like all throughout the years. Someone's like, "Did you ever feel unsafe?" while you were at uh, the gathering of the Jewels. oddly no um like everybody there like because they assume that everybody at the gathering is like their family yeah and and everybody like is pretty self-contained despite the fact that everybody's like super wild like they police themselves pretty well uh-huh. and like anytime that i would they hear about somebody like stealing something or doing something that's like really fucked up like the other jugglers would like rally against them and like oh, make wow. sure like you got some juggalo justice going on over Shit. there. And yeah, I, I'm not a juggalo by any means, but it was it was yeah. a pretty amazing uh, place to be at. I'm glad that I at least had that experience. Did you, once. Was it easy to figure out who the undercover vice uh, journalist was? <laughs> no, you, you'd think so. Uh, but once <laughs> the paint's on, everyone looks the same. <laughs> did you paint your face? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, and not everybody did. It was just. Yeah. Uh, it, it was just like any other music festival I, I would imagine it was uh, a lot of different bands it was very hot uh, a lot of shitty food um, and then the fact that it was like on a lake was cool uh, I remember drinking a little bit too much and me and Mosh Pit Mike yeah. uh, stole a boat 
And then we sw- pushed the boat. <laughs> we uh, took the boat out to this island, and we decided that the way you could claim the island officially is yours. You had to pee on it. So we we had to take. We stole the boat, took it out to the middle of the lake. It pissed on the island, and I you guess it's it? officially it's ours. Yeah, I think that's how that works, right? Do people, whenever you go to the uh, gathering, do they introduce themselves by their real name or by their by their uh, ICP their juggalo name? I I guess it, it'd be see. I'm a as a pro wrestler. I hardly know anyone by their real name, so yeah. I'm not even phased by that. Like my phone contacts, I'm like scrolling through. And I'm like, oh, Happy Nine, Hammerstone, Thunder, uh, yeah. like uh, Hawk, like hobo. all these people. Like, hobo, <laughs> yeah, Hobo. It's like none of these people. Like, do I have them like in there? And I just never Too think cold twice. Pussy Crusher Seven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like uh, to, the, was nice. to the point where whenever I'm like talking to my girlfriend like about people, I say like the most ridiculous name, and she doesn't even like bat an eye. Um, I have a friend who's not a wrestler, and a long time ago she uh, jokingly put her name in the yearbook as J Dog. Oh, no. And they got caught, but, like, it uh. became, like, a joke for us that we'd call her J-Dog. And so I was telling uh, Lydia, I was like, hey, J-Dog Perry's going to be in town. And she was like, oh, where have I seen uh, that person wrestle? And I was like, oh, no, 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 that's not a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> but J-Dog Perry sounds like a wrestler today, I Someone guess. Someone said in the chat that Shane Mercer used bleachers as a weapon. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure that I've seen a clip of that. Uh, he grabs like a, a small section of bleachers and he just like smashed this guy with the bleachers. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I always feel like that would be insane to wrestle there. I think Sabu was a big JCW mm-hmm. wrestler. Yeah. And Sabu's crazy. Yeah. Sab- just- Sabu's out of his mind. I've never actually met him. Uh, but I've been around. I've even been around whenever he called people that I was with, and he is just uh, he he's Intense. very crazy. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, Smiley? Would you go to the gathering of the Juggalos? Um, yeah, I'm down for anything. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you would fit in though pretty well. I mean, you're not a Juggalo, but you just kind of would fit in. I fit in everywhere pretty yeah. good. If, if, if you're there to have some party fun, good times, then uh, I want to go and see that superhuman guy there. I bet superhuman uh, would go over great at a JCW show. Does I'm he, pretty sure the Juggalos love. Does he love tour him. superhuman? I don't. Well, maybe I, he's he's really blowing up. Man. I don't know how this kid. He needs to get himself an agent or something. Yeah. Based on the videos I've seen, I don't think that he has the mental capacity to represent himself. Properly. No, no, he's he's, <laughs> he's had a lot of concussions. I, I assume by this point. <laughs> but uh yeah. yeah he he's done a couple of small wrestling shows but a lot of times whenever i see people sharing it uh you know it's, it's some of the jugglers hate on him uh that i've seen some of them love him but like either way i see his videos and they have like millions of views yeah, on them, so people like seeing I, I, it. I don't know if he's getting ad revenue off that shit or he what. should yeah i don't know who's buying the microwaves that he's doing a front flip <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I, I watch it every time, and I'm just like, Jesus. This dude's nuts, man. Superhuman. I didn't know that's what he called himself. What does he say before? Do you, do you know? I think he's like, this is the Superhuman TV show, uh, and this is my good friend Paul. This is for all the juggalos and juggalettes. Okay. Whoop, yeah. whoop. I hope you like it. And then... Fuck this shit before he does his well, he does, yeah, then he big takes, stunt. Then he, then he pulls his shirt off yeah. and then he like and then he like hits his elbow first. Yeah. And then he just like have you seen this? No, I haven't. Wow. I'm, I'm I'm very intrigued. I'm like, hmm. You got to binge these. Yeah. You get to subscribe to the superhuman right, 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 right. streaming service, only nine ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> superhuman plus. Yeah. Have- now that guy knows how to fucking market himself. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That kid knows what the shit. You know, he knows his audience. 
He's gonna. He's just gonna keep escalating it too. So at some point, he's gonna be like jumping off a bridge into some shit, you know, with like a fire. Like they'll they'll light a the, the the river on fire underneath him. Right. A fire ring, and he'll like jump into it, you know. This is uh, far far right from what, from superhuman that we're talking about. But I just came back from Mexico City, uh, and I got a chance to to go down there for the Day of the Dead. Oh, uh, I got to see uh, it was it was amazing. Okay. It, uh, we went down there for uh, Halloween, and, and then we got to see the the Day of the Dead parade. Uh, so that was just recently we got back from there, and uh, we ended up having a, a big conversation about. Um, I guess local folklore because I was talking about La Llorona, and I okay. don't know if you remember. Uh, yeah. th- is that something from your childhood? Do you oh remember? yeah, La it's Llorona? not from mine because I didn't grow up in in, in Albuquerque. But. Well. I grew up in Carlsbad, and, and I was it. terrified of La Llorona at this one ditch, like by my grandma's house. <laughs> oh, see, no, we didn't have anything like that in Clovis. We didn't. I mean, you, you had no like local folklore. Oh, sure, but not like La Llorona. I mean, well, that's why I was curious. Like, what was Clovis's? What was Clovis's local? Yeah. Fo- okay. Oh, that's a big one. There's yeah. a big one. So we have what's called the Circle of Trees, Kirshner's Circle of Trees, and so everybody was always like. Technicians or juggalos? Who's bigger? What? I don't know what that means. So um, everybody would always talk about like Satan worshiping going on mm-hmm. out out there at the Circle of Trees, you know. And so when I was a kid growing up, everything that was different or not the norm was the devil. <laughs> and so and so they, they you'd go to school and everybody'd be like, "Oh man, did you hear they found some some animal bones at the Circle of Trees?" And I'd be like, "No." And they're all, they went out some my, my older sister went out there with some some friends and they, they 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 said it was creepy and there was things going on out there you know it was just one of those you know right who knows you know see that's so funny that you're saying that because I heard the exact same type of stories yeah. in Carlsbad about this place called werewolf Hill and yeah. it was always like so and so told so and so that their cousin was out there and they saw bones yeah <laughs> oh man they were trying to do some satanic stuff and <laughs> magic was going on. You know, and then now it'd be like and they were doing Magic the Gathering out there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it was the Circle of Trees. I'm trying to think what else there was. Um, that was the really, really big one. But then there was like multiple Circle of Trees. You know, like I didn't, I honestly don't even know where that is. Mm-hmm. But I'd always heard about, it. like when I was a kid growing up, it was like the big one. And um, what was the, what else was it? We 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 had you know, and we did a show called The Town Characters. And and when I was a kid, my mom's watching now. And uh, I took a I took I took to a weed eater show, and you said it was Satan music. Yeah, right. Uh, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> That's Billy. I took you to a weed eater show, and you said it was satanic. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but um, also when I was a kid, you always had those characters, like people around town. Oh that yeah, everyone knows. So we had a couple. We had Crazy Eddie, and then we had a guy named Diesel. Okay, and so it's just Kevin Nash. No, no, no. It, it was like this. It was like this black guy, and he was homeless, right? And they called him Diesel. I don't know why they called him Diesel. And like the rumor was, is that he was just like he, he was just crazy, and he wanted to be homeless, but like he was really wealthy, and like he would go into the bank, and he had all kinds of money. That's what everyone would say, you mm-hmm. know. And then like one day, I think like he burned himself up trying to stay warm. He, he'd started a fire, and his like mattress caught on fire, and it killed him. I guess. Oh, geez, something, something like that. But then Crazy Eddie, he had like this, uh, this long like in the eighties, like this bike that was super long, like um, not a not a recumbent bike, but kind of okay, but super long. I, you don't see him anymore. 
But when I was a kid, like you'd see him every once in a while. These super long bicycles, and he had like all kinds of like knickknacks and trinkets all over it. <laughs> cool. And he would just ride it around. And like, my mom was watching. She'd be like, "Yeah, his mind's all burned up on drugs." She's like, "He was a genius, and he burned his mind on drugs." That's what I always heard. <laughs> and um, like he would go direct traffic with like a, a plastic bat, you know, and <laughs> the cops would come and you know, make him move along, you know. Yeah. But we just we had some characters, you know. There was definitely shit going on. You know, you ride your bike around, and you know, you'd be like, "Oh, there's Crazy Eddie, or there's Diesel, or you know, and, you know, I heard Circle of Trees." Nobody lived up to, uh, lives up to Don Schrader though here in Albuquerque. Don Schrader is it, it, crazy. My mom says Crazy Eddie is alive. She just posted. Oh that. wow, <laughs> Crazy Eddie. And That's the who we should interview. Crazy Eddie, get Crazy Eddie in here. Yeah. Wow, I'd be shocked. <laughs> Crazy Eddie and the Cruisers. He's just like flipping keys like everybody thought he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> that was a callback to the 80s right there. Um, yeah, that, that would be a good one. Crazy Eddie from my childhood. And I'd be like, are you really crazy? <laughs> yeah. Yes. The crazy that confirms cat it. <laughs> Is your mind really burned up on drugs? Did you, did you sniff airplane glue? Did you kill Diesel? Tell us. <laughs> yeah, they died. They died in a, in a, in a yeah in an alleyway fight. Yeah. So Smiley, we, how, oh sorry, Smiley, how old were you whenever you moved uh, to New Mexico? Uh, I want to say single digits. So. Mexico or New Mexico? New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, like nine. Okay, so I was just curious if, if you got to know any of the. Uh, of the monsters from your area, like what was the ghost stories they were telling you whenever? Because oh, like in Arkansas? Yeah, not they had real monsters. Well, there. yeah, well, <laughs> it's a swamp, so yeah. If you go like outside, there's, I mean, <laughs> there's snakes and bugs yeah, and gators, freaking, yeah, and like, white hoods. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know. Yep. My mom says Diesel was named that because he smelled like that. He lived in dumpsters. Wow. Oh man. <laughs> wow. I just that's what my mom just wrote. So I just want to say that. I want to point that out. Because uh, he smelled like that. I don't think he smelled like diesel because diesel you'd have to actually like roll around in it. I've smelled like diesel many a time. Right. It's a really awful smell, by the way. Um, I just yeah. I remember when I was a kid. Yeah, he was. You know, you had those homeless people. Now. You know, the homeless people don't have quite the quite the quite the uh, charisma as the Diesel and the Crazy Eddie. They're kind of they're kind of just plain, and they stand on the side of the road and have a sign. You know, what happened to gimmicks? You know, whatever, yeah. whatever your gimmick. Is. Yeah. it's like man, it's like having a dog is not a gimmick, man. You gotta you gotta put some more work into this. Yeah, yeah. my mom has my mom says the Folk Monster, Arkansas. I don't know that one. I don't. Know. Uh, I don't yeah. I don't know either. Uh, I grew up in Fort Smith, and uh, but I also spent like my I spent my summers out there, and I also but I also spent some of my summers out on the res, and the res is a lot Ooh, scarier. The, the res has some fun ghost stories. Man, going out to the Navajo Reservation, I'm like, I'm sorry, I have to, like there's only like one relative out there that even speaks English, but I have to stay out there for like three months. <laughs> See if I can pull this up. The folk monster. Yeah, you got to come inside because that's the not folk monster. That's not an actual sheep out there. She that's a ghost. You know, like, uh oh. She's all diesel smelled bad. Well, why were you hanging out with diesel all the time? In Arkansas folklore, the folk monster is said to have been seen in folk. In all right, has also has seen in folk Miller County, Arkansas. 
during the early 70s. The creature was accused of attacking a local family. Initial sightings of the creature were, were concentrated on the Jonesville slash Boggy Creek area where it was blamed for the destruction of local li- livestock. Local sightings were reported several hundred miles to the north and east of Folk. It's Fook, Fook monster maybe. The monster may initially have been created when misidentified bears were seen and some of the purported tracks may have been forged. Mm. Yeah, uh-huh. that was before I was born and in a different part of Arkansas. So I'm not familiar <laughs> with that at all. Speaking of that, so like growing up, like my mom made me watch all of like the, the horror films. Mm-hmm. And like so now like I keep getting these ads on Instagram and it's like the VH co- VHS cover of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre as a blanket. <laughs> you know? and, oh. I, and, and, I, and every time I'm like, what? That's actually kind of cool. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but also kind of what the fuck, you know? Right. <laughs> Who's like, let's make a VHS cover into a full size blanket? I know the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. And then so, and then the person that buys that and that's how their their bedrooms decorated. You just like have the big <laughs> leather face just stretched out over your yeah. queen size bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I went over to if I go if I had a, you know started dating some girl and I went over to her house and that was her bedspread I'd be like, yeah, I don't know about this. Right. <laughs> she seemed okay. I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't know. The, I don't, is I, I might I be, I might that might be a game changer for me. I'd I don't like, know what the fuck's hmm. going on with my al- my algorithm for my uh, ads, but yeah, I get the Texas Chainsaw Massacre VHS cover as a blanket. The the wish algorithms those are yeah. those are very questionable on. Top. Oh yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> very much so. Teasel smelled bad. My mom. Oh my goodness, so fun. It's funny hearing your stories about like what people were saying about the yeah. the local folklore. Yeah, well because. We had somebody, there's a woman, and they were like, oh, she's super rich. She just wants to be homeless. I feel like everybody yeah. must make, who's making up these stories right? about these yeah. people? <laughs> I should start uh, start finding, them. I'll be all, uh, speaking of which, okay. I'm glad, you, I'm glad we brought this up. So I had not seen this individual since I moved here. And everyone had seen this individual but me until today. So Smiley, when he was here last, he was like, yeah, man, some woman just walked up with no bottoms on. Oh, her again. And <sighs> so then someone had said this, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. They're like, yeah, some some person was walking with no pants or they just had a top on and no pants. Well, I saw the individual today <laughs> and man, <laughs> woo, walking down central, just talking to themselves. And I was like, with no pants on. At no, all. no. No, no bottoms. No. Uh, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> you didn't inspect. <laughs> so, from what I understand, the the, the genitalia are of a man. Oh. So I see the person walking down the street, and I, I go and I go, wow, that person's dress is pulled away. Oh boy, that's <laughs> the person. Gotcha. I'm very <laughs> sure that that happened. The last time that I was here, and yeah. you were telling that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have been, could have been yeah. the first, yeah. the first and time. And they walked up and asked for like a cigarette or something, right? Uh, that that happened uh, the the other week. Yeah, uh, but I, the first time yeah. I saw it was it was right after Halloween, so I was like, "Whoo, that is the ultimate walk of shame." There, it was so, not. Someone's <laughs> not even got britches on. The person walks around like that. 
And then all the time. That sounds more like a, a walk of confidence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And there is a little bit like the, of the talking to themselves. There are a couple people since I moved down here. There are a couple people that did you know get into like arguments and fights with nobody. Oh. You know, and it, and it's you know you, there's definitely probably some mental illness probably going on there, and it's a little sad on that aspect. But um, again, you know, and then and then randomly you see Don Schrader. You know, right. Do you think there's some mental illness going on there? Or he's oh, just, I mean, there there has to be at least yeah. some level. But you know, he found his gimmick. That's what I'm saying. We yeah. just get it. Yeah, find gimmick. gimmick. Yeah, get your gimmick. So for people that don't live in Albuquerque, there's this guy, and it's funny because there's a lot of people in Albuquerque. You bring up Don Schrader, and they have no idea what you're talking about. Um, he used to have his own TV show. He used to have his own TV show. So he wears only jean jorts. And and in shoes, short short jeans, short 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 <laughs> jean shorts, mm-hmm. and he walks around only in that, and then maybe a cowboy hat. And he, if it's cold, he has a jean jacket, maybe. And uh, and I'm, I'm by cold, I mean like he's freezing cold. Yeah. yeah. And he's super tan. He's super shredded, and I mean he's older, but he used to do like a a, a local public access show, and he would talk about drinking his own pee. He only lives on like $3,000 a year. Don't pay and taxes. He also Fuses. thinks it's okay to sleep with uh, underage boys. Oh, geez. Yeah. yeah. I so, didn't know about that. Was that on uh, his uh, his public access show? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, and then he writes letters to the alibi all the time. Like, you know, big letters. So, and he pulls a wagon around, you know? I don't know if I've ever seen his wagon. Oh, you haven't seen the wagon? Yeah. Yeah, he, he pulls a wagon around. Um I, actually, lately, I've only seen him pulling the wagon. And you'll see him. You'll see a Don Schrader sighting you know, every once in a mm-hmm. while. You know, Albuquerque's not that big. Everybody's like, oh, it's a big city. Eh, it's not that big. Yeah, no, it's it's honestly just a very large, small city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, he, he's definitely the town character. I would say I he's so. the main, main yeah. guy. And I then, mean, you know, you have the La La Rona folklore. Well, if um, the Isotopes ever want to change their name, they want to, you know, they were the Dukes, the Isotopes, and they uh-huh. want to be the Schraders after. I, I would oh. support that. I think they would go with the, the Mariachis. That's like the. I, I, honestly <laughs> right. think, I honestly think they're trying to do that. Really? Well, they, they, <clears throat> they did it the first year because there was a big contest. It was all. It was a. It was a. Uh, the Major League Baseball did a contest of, amongst all the AAA I affiliations, mm-hmm. and they wanted them to. Uh, it was like Hispanic awareness, mm-hmm. so they wanted them to change the name. We were we were the were the mariachis mm-hmm. instead of isotopes, and then El Paso's the Chihuahuas. I think. I think they're regularly Chihuahuas. Did they change it to something like food related? Or oh, I thought it was. I thought that they changed it to the they Chihuahuas, may have. and then they kept uh, it. Yeah, is what I thought. So anyway. So every year now since we do like about eight games where we're mm-hmm. the mariachis and it just seems to get more and more like it seem you know they just keep adding them so I'm right. like I mean you know the Simpsons gimmick was great and all but you know yeah it's time I, I think it's time to yeah change the name I think it'd be great I don't know who knows I um have also seen that uh United is obviously bringing in a lot more people into that arena than oh, the yeah. Stubbs ever could <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I saw. I ran into the owner the other night, and I was talking to him for a little bit on the street. Mm-hmm. Real nice guy, a real nice fellow. So uh, I, I want to try to get him on the show. Oh, that'd be super cool, Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone knows how to reach out to him? I he guess he lives in the neighborhood, and you see him around. I'll see him. Around. Oh wow. I'll see him. I'll run into him. Keep a card on you. Yeah. No, I, and I've talked to him about it a little bit before. So, so hopefully, yeah, I'd like to get him on the show. 
But uh, yeah, we're kind of at the end. Right. Um, it's been great having you back. I don't know when you're going to come Heck back. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm going to be available uh, for for a little while. My next uh, event that I'm going to be wrestling at will be. Uh, December 6th in uh, Mesa again for Party Hard Wrestling yeah. uh, I'll be making an announcement over the next couple of weeks we had some events that happened at the last show uh, Friday that will need to be addressed yeah. uh, if you haven't been following stuff with Party Hard Wrestling I, I highly recommend yeah. following my social media but again um, as the champion we had some some things go down last, uh, last weekend that will need to be addressed and we'll be making some announcements leading into that but uh, other than uh, that show and the holidays I should be pretty available so I'll be popping in quite a bit yeah. uh, with you guys here. How does it uh, how does it feel to be the champion of a federation? I mean, oh, it's it, it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and uh, it also I feel like it does kind of carry some weight itself because oh. uh, I you know as like you mate, walk into a Denny's and they're like, hey, you want a free grand fuck slam <laughs> breakfast? No, no, no. It's just like I know that if I if I go out there and I'm not putting on a good a good show or leaving these people with something that they remember whenever they leave yeah. that they may not pay to come back again. Oh, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I want to make sure that uh, every time that I'm out there representing the company that I'm putting something out there. And if somebody's following me because they saw me at that show, that I continue to put out good content for them to yeah. follow, that, that builds up interest for them to want to come back and tell friends about it. And that's why, again, with the Trash King persona, I, I hope it's something that people uh, have never seen before and that they, they don't forget. Anyway. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So yeah, if you live in uh, in was it Phoenix area? Uh, Mesa, Mesa. Sorry. Yeah, so Phoenix area. Yeah. Yeah, Phoenix area. Go see Party Hard Wrestling, yo. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. Go see the Trash King. Yeah. Champion of the multiverse. I mean, you're the only. You're one of the only people that like someone go. You're trash. Like you know they thanks. can yell at you. <laughs> damn straight, I am trash yeah. king. Thank you. Uh, you know, check out Smiley and Daybreak on oh, yeah. Netflix. What else? Uh, um, Oh, uh, Midnight Texas. Yeah, second season of Midnight Texas. I'm all over that. Uh, I'm playing a, a photojournalist in uh, the show Deputy that comes out in January. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're 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 all over TV. Yeah. In uh in uh December first, I think we'll be live at uh, Bar Uno, and for people that know Albuquerque, Bar Uno is it's it's quite small. So literally, us being in there, we're gonna take up like half of Bar Uno. <laughs> So that that should be cool. We'll have to get there early. We'll have to get there early, not getting in, and, and then hopefully uh, Steve yells at us. Ah, you guys again, bad guys, very surly. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, you know, you know, go to our website tenderingminimum.com. Click on the Vive, uh, uh, you know, logo there. You don't have to buy the stuff, uh, but you know, hey, if you want to try it out, I'd like for someone else to try it out and see if it works for them. It it worked for me. I mean, it really did. It, it was really weird. I woke up today and I should have really been hungover, <laughs> and I was not. So, I'm willing to give it a try. Yeah. So check it out. Uh, where are we gonna set up in Bar Uno? Um, in the corner, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I have no idea yet. I haven't figured that out yet. In the kitchen. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you can check us out on tendrinkminimum.com, facebook.com forward slash tendrink. Uh, our Instagram is at tendrink. Um. Yeah, and uh, with that, we, we are, are ten, ten drink, drink minimum. minimum.